Cardinal Ritter breaks subtle. A bunch for me, or a tight formation to the left with two receivers out there. One receiver all alone to the right in Ryan Boyd. McKay in the shotgun set. He gives to Burks. No, keeps it. Evades a tackle at the ankles. Breaks one on the edge. Cuts it back inside at the 10 and taken down at about the five-yard line. Fourth down and three. The quarterback, McKay, elects to keep it. But hang on. There's a flag on the far side of the field. This could be coming back. And the offense for Cardinal Ritter, they're backing themselves up. So I'm going to assume this is on the offense. It looks like it is. The officials are huddled on the far side, just about at the 20-yard marker. The number 20 is on the ground. We might be replaying this fourth down. Well, if it's going to be on the offense, it's going to be a replay of a down, and it is holding or blocking the back, rather, on the offense, and that will back up Cardinal Ritter. And instead of fourth down and three, it's going to be fourth and long for the Lions. And we'll see what they decide to go with here. Frederick Moore is their place kicker. He's the star wide receiver that's heading to Michigan. Talk about two players on your team that are going to be playing under uh, Coach John Harbaugh, or Jim Harbaugh, rather, and Coach Lane Kiffin. Those are some personalities to play for. Those are some fun coaches. It really is. One coach that has coached in a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. That backs him up. It looks like it's going to be now 4th and 11 or 4th and 12. And the other one, the son of Monty Kiffin, one of the greatest defensive coaches in NFL history, is uh, re-rising up the college ranks again after you peaked at USC. I'm surprised they're going for this one now. They got a shotgun formation. One receiver to the right, trips to the left. Low snap, picked up off the turf by McKay. He's hit as he throws down the field and pulled in. No, it's ripped out in the last second. Oh, it was Frederick Moore, who I just mentioned, is heading to Michigan, and it gets ripped away by the corner in coverage. Cannon Harlow in the last second. It's a turnover on downs, and the Rebels will take over on their own 27-yard line. What a play from Cannon Harlow. You think 10 times out of 10, that's going to be pulled in by Frederick Moore, who's got 20 receiving touchdowns on the season. He's the best receiver in the state of Missouri. Harlow, on the 11th time out of 11, rips it away from him, incomplete. And here come the Central Rebels offense. We'll bring you their starters in just a moment. They break huddle with twins to the left and to the right. Shotgun formation, Cason Murphy in the backfield. He's got Mason Williams in the backfield with him. We haven't seen a lot of Mason at running back so far this season as he's been sporting a shoulder injury all year long. But here in the later parts of the season, he's getting more and more time as a player for Cardinal Ritter jumps off sides. He stands off sides for a good two seconds before the flag finally comes in from the far side of the official. Eventually, Central and both teams are kind of looking at each other like, come on, just we know what we did. Throw the flag. Let's move on. It'll be a first down and five instead. But if that's how this game's going to be officiated, not that there's anything wrong with it, but this is going to be a far... Uh, looser friendlier for the players kind of game than we saw with the tightly officiated game last week pump fake left a swing pass to the far side of the field mason williams up the far sideline got the first down and he's finally knocked out of bounds into the cardinal ritter sideline after a gain of seven on the play on a little pitch and catch they showed that tunnel screen on the near side that central loves to run to joe bryant and instead worked it back the opposite way to mason williams who caught it turned up field First down and 10 for the Rebels on the 39-yard line. 7.47 left to go in the first quarter. Twins left and to the right for the Rebels. We'll get to their starters in just a moment. Fake handoff, fake reverse. They go back to the running back, Hakeem Wagner, who's got it on a swing pass. Lowers his shoulder to break one tackle at the 40. Turns up field. It's a short gain of three yards on the play for Wagner. It will bring up a second down and seven. 
for the Central Rebels. We'll bring you their starting offense, brought to you by Shelter Insurance, J.J. Vickers Insurance Agency, 63 School Street in Bontair. Allow J.J. to help protect your family with life insurance. Cason Murphy, the quarterback, with Jackson Jones, Hakeem Wagner, and Mason Williams all rotating in at running back. Jones is out there now. The wide receivers are Cannon Harlow, Caden Casey, Joe Bryant, Kendall Horton, the offensive line left to right, Nathan Weinhold, Evan Weiss, Logan Murray, Sammy Calloway, and Tristan Stewart. High snap, pulled down by Cason Murphy. Design QB run. He's got a lane to run through across the 50 and tripped up at the 45-yard line. He goes down at the 43-yard line. A run good for 12 yards, excuse me, 17 yards for Mason Williams, or Cason Murphy. If you want to talk games within the games football-wise, Central held Cardinal Ritter to one first down, and it took them two pl- or two plays to get to their first first down. Central has it in one play and three plays to get two first downs. Central Rebels on offense in enemy territory. First down and 10 on the 43-yard line. The Cardinal Ritter starting defense is Joseph Reed, Bryce Gray, Cam Claiborne, and Isaiah Edwards on the defensive line. Mackay Mixon, Lester McKinley, and Lawrence McConnell, the linebackers, and the defensive backs, Malik Riggins, Tyron Steed, Marvin Burks, and Antonio Parker. Up the middle with the run, not much doing, just gain of a yard on the play. Cannon Harlow, the ball carrier for the Central Rebels. That's a good stop by the Lions defense up front, letting or stopping rather the run from Central there. We've seen two passing plays and two run plays from the Rebels. Both have looked, all have looked good except for that run right there, but good defense on the other end. Central sporting their red alternate uniforms, matching the red helmets for the Rebels. Navy blue letters and numbers with a white trim and the white pants for Central as well on their home field. Under six minutes to go in the opening quarter, still no score. Central's got it on their first drive of the game, second and nine from the 42-yard line of the Lions. Little swing pass. Pulled in with the fingertips and tripped up and taken down on that far side of the field at about the numbers is Cannon Harlow. He'll pick up about four and he'll bring up a third down and, oh, they call it a gain of three, third down and six coming up. Small gain there. Now, small gains will work if you get a lot of them. Only, you only have four downs to play with it, though, so here's, you're going to need a big game here, third and six. That's the problem. You wait for Central to see if they can pop one of these or take a shot deep as the Cardinal Ritter Lions are showing blitz and cover zero across the board. Trips to the left for the Central Rebels, and a one-wide receiver all alone on the far side of the field out of those trips receivers. Joe Bryant's the inside one. Murphy rolls towards the trip side, keeping his eyes downfield with protection, taking a shot down the field. Kendall Horton pulls it in through double coverage. Oh, what a catch by Kendall Horton as he pulls that in with Steed and Riggins both in coverage on him. And it's 6-0 Central Rebels as Horton pulls in his fourth touchdown of the season. For Cason Murphy, that's his 32nd touchdown pass with 4.56 to go. The Rebels are out in front, 6-0 with the PAT coming. That's a huge play. Literally moments ago, we talked about Central needing a big gang to get first down. Well, they got an even larger gain and end the end zone. And a great play by Horton through two to make that catch. Mason Williams on for the PAT. Ty Schweiss to hold. Extra point. It's brought to you by Complete Vision Care, offering quality eye care, premium eyewear, and a customized visual solution for every patient with locations in Lettington and Festus. Awaiting the snap, Ty Schweiss the holder. On offsides on Cardinal Ritter, and it's a pre-snap penalty on them. They were far enough offsides that the officials blew the whistle and the central rebels they're running a convoy out onto the field they're going to go for two here coach schweiss in these big games likes to take advantage of little mistakes here and there such as that when you commit a penalty on a pat 
going for two. Let's see what the Central Rebels have up their sleeve here. It'll I wish be a, a two-point try from the one-and-a-half-yard line. I was just about to ask after that flag, after we saw the flag go, if they were maybe going to switch up and go for two here, even closer to the goal line. I've covered Central Rebels football enough now to know Coach Twice. In this moment, absolutely, he's going to go for two. They got a power eye formation behind the quarterback, Casey Murphy. Snap, roll to the right. Murphy stumbles, finds his way forward. Oh, but he loses the ball right at the goal line. They're going to rule it a fumble. So the two point conversion is no good. And the score remains with 4.56 left to go. Six to nothing. The Central Rebels strike first. They've got a lead on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Farmington, Missouri. Folks, it's Black Friday all month long. It's the Black Friday sales event going on now. Order a Grand Wagoneer, a Wagoneer, receive a $2,000 sold order bonus cash rebate when it comes in. No payments for 90 days on select vehicles. Great rebates, low interest rate specials. Come in and find out what it's all about. It's the Black Friday sales event all month long. Come see us. Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. getting ready to kick it away from the near side hash once again wind picking up a little bit here at park hills i'll tell you what at the radio station five minutes down the road it was quite a bit windier than it is here at central high school in central rebel stadium but it's picking up a little bit as the flag in the end zone to our right is uh blowing at the backs of the central rebels going to be a short kick that one hops in front of a player for cardinal ritter but we got a flag on the far side of the field that leads you to believe it's going to be offsides on the Central Rebels, so they'll back it up and kick it once again. That is the call. It's a tough play for Central there. Now they're going to back it up, and that wasn't a booming kick. I'm wondering if they were trying to get somebody to I, touch it and I think get they're someone trying on to keep it out of the hands of the lethal returners in Moore, and I think that's Boyd or Burks on the far side of the field there. No, that's going to be Ryan Boyd on the far side of the field. Two lethal returners for Cardinal Ritter. As the ball now falls off the tee with the Rebels backed up, they're going to be kicking it away from their own 35-yard line this time. And it falls off the tee once again. Someone's got to come hold this ball. And it'll be Tristan Stewart who comes out to put his finger on the tip of the football. Now he'll back away, so... Now it falls over once again. At this point, you just got to put your put someone down to hold it. Not ideal, but it's what's necessary. Tristan Stewart's got it upright. Mason Williams with a short kick right into the arms of Marvin Burks, who will take it forward, have his legs taken out from under him at the 50. He gets across the 50 to the 49-yard line. So the second drive of the game will begin for the Cardinal Ritter Lions. It had its big plays on that first drive. The very first play from scrimmage was a run of 23 yards for Marvin Burks. They picked up another first down on a pitch and catch for 17 or 16 yards rather from McKay to Ryan Boyd, but it stopped short there. For uh, penalties, gain of four, gain of five, loss of two, and an incomplete pass for the next four plays. For Cardinal Ritter, they came up empty on the opening drive of the game. They trail 6-0 with 4.52 left to go. Three receivers left and one to the right. It's McKay operating the offense once again as a quarterback. He'll pass to the far side of the field. Moore with it. Breaks a tackle on the 50-yard line. Takes it up the far sideline. And finally, ridden out of bounds at the 40, or excuse me, 38-yard line. Enough for the first down. This is going to be... A really telltale sign for the central defense in this game because you gave Cardinal Ritter some good field position after that 
lower kick after the false start on the kickoff, and you weren't a, were unable to get the two-point conversion on the after the touchdown the other way. I'll tell you what, I know that Boyd and especially Moore are lethal in the return game, but are the odds really in your favor if you're kicking it to Marvin Burks instead? <laughs> I think in that situation, when you're already backed up five yards, just boom it deep. 4.44 left to go. Give up the middle. Marvin Burks runs into a pile of Rebels, continues to fight his way through. No early whistle from the officials, and they shouldn't have blown one as he just kept those legs churning and fighting forward for a gain of nine on that run. He was met about four yards past the line of scrimmage. Two Rebels had him wrapped up. You're going to need more than two hats to stop the 6'2", 210-pound Marvin Burks who he's already showed his speed on his first touch of the game. With that gain of nine, he's showing off the strength that he's got. It's actually a gain of eight, so it'll bring up a second down and two. Receiver right, trips left. Boyd, the lone receiver on the right-hand side. McKay continues to operate the offense. Slant pattern behind Boyd. He pulls it in, and he's wrapped up and driven backwards immediately by the safety and coverage, Job Bryant. But that's enough for a first down. McKay Jr. connects with Ryan Boyd. Good mix of runs and passes here. We have two first downs for Cardinal Ritter, and now they're back into the red zone where they were last drive and were unable to get into the end zone. First down and 10 from the 23-yard line. Two catches for 20 yards now for Ryan Boyd. The Lions break huddle with a running back to the left and trips on that left-hand side as well. Receiver right. Going to get a new play from the far sideline. McKay gets the snap. Pass far side of the field on a little quick hit to Moore, who's tackled in the open field by Cannon Harlow. And Cannon Harlow, that's going to be the matchup all game. Harlow against, Bo or excuse me, against Moore. That is going to be the toughest assignment Cannon Harlow will probably have in his high school career. He's only a junior still, so there's plenty of football career ahead of him. But man, you're talking about covering a guy who's bound to play for Michigan next year? That. He's already played a great game in Harlow with that open field tackle and the pass knocked incomplete, but he's going to have to keep it up. Twins right, receiver tight end left. The give to the running back, Burks. Hesitates, waiting for something to open up. It does on the near side. Burks, as a flag comes in, I think it's going to be a holding on the receiver on the outside. He's wrapped up and driven out of bounds on the near sideline at about the 15. As it stands, it's a gain of five, but I think they got that receiver on the outside there. Ryan Boyd locked up with the corner in coverage. Joaquin Wagner, and I think they're going to get him for a holding. They will, holding on the offense, and that will back up the Cardinal Ritter Lions. After what was a nice run to set up a third down and short, it's going to be second and long as the Lions will be behind the sticks. And that's what you normally see from offensive linemen. Whenever movement starts to go the other way of where they're set, then a wide receiver doing that isn't usually used to blocking sometimes, and then that movement could, could get them. Trips left, receiver right. McKay, the quarterback, with a running back to his left. He's got the snap, looking to pass, taking a shot. To the end zone, his receiver dives. Does he pull it in? No signal from the officials yet. And it's a touchdown. Ion Carter with the diving catch in the end zone to tie us up at 6-all with 2.24 left to go in the first quarter. A 26-yard touchdown reception for Carter. It's not just the Burks, Moore, 
and Boyd show Carter a good receiver as well that's his 23rd catch on the season he's now eclipsed 300 yards but only a second receiving touchdown and now it's going to be Cardinal Ritter looking to go for two with the game tied up at six all pistol formation the running back directly behind the quarterback McKay Jr. and Burks fake give to him keep McKay spins out of a tackle met at the line of scrimmage ball comes free and they're going to say it's short either way well, the Central Rebels on their first score of the game, they were stopped just shy of the end zone. They returned the favor as Cardinal Ritter ties us up at six, all with a McKay passing touchdown to Carter. 2.24 left to go in the first quarter. It's a 6-6 ball game on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business, and it's what sets us apart, shaping every decision we make, from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Getting ready to kick it away, and the boot is a short end-over-end kick that's going to hop over the Central Rebels players. Two of them collide, and Cannon Harlow comes up with it. Ooh, that's... That's almost dangerous for the Central Rebels as the players on the front row kind of halfway let it go, halfway started to track it. You got to do one of two things. You got to either go get that ball or you got to turn around and block for the player who's going to get the ball. They wind up colliding with each other, but Harlow comes down with it, and the Rebels will have first down and 10 from their own 37 yard line. Out of town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door Hillsboro with the lead over St. Mary's. 8 10 to go in the first. Romaine with a five yard touchdown reception. 2.24 left to go in the quarter. Pump fake to the left. Murphy with nowhere to go steps forward in the pocket trying to save as much yardage on an eventual sack as he can and he winds up saving pretty much everything as he's tackled right about the line of scrimmage going to be no gain on the play it's a good job by murphy there to stay in the pocket when he felt the pressure and knew he couldn't escape it you never want to run back because then you lose yards obviously and you don't want to do that against a good defense well, it was supposed to be a swing pass to the left and it was snuffed out and good on murphy to read that and not just force the throw out of pure habit of just knowing, hey, this is where I have to go with the football. This is a very, very lethal, fast defense from Cardinal Ritter. They're going to close quickly, especially if they sniff out a play like that. Trips left, receiver tight end right, empty set for the quarterback Murphy. He's back to pass. Going to throw out a little swing pass to that far side. Cannon Harlow's got it, but he's tripped up for a loss on the play. He's going to lose about five. Tackled as soon as he caught it. Mixon on the tackle for loss and that will put the rebels behind the sticks on what will wind up being a third down and 15. a minute 15 left to go in the first quarter we're tied up at six all and we got a timeout taken on the field head coach brennan spain of the cardinal ritter lions burning the first time out of our contest wants to get his defense aligned right on this third and long play coming up on the backside of this break timeout brought to you by missouri farm bureau agent mike sansegra located on st genevieve avenue Farmington, and jonathan stephan on north state street in deloge 110 to go in the first quarter tied six all third and 15 for the rebels when we return after this on kfmo 
The Family Fun Center is open and now under new management. Great atmosphere, good clean fun for the whole family. Bowling, arcade games, go-karts, bumper boats, bounce houses, and so much more. It's the perfect place for a birthday party, family game night, group outings, or just come hang out with us and have some great food and lots of fun. The Family Fun Center, open Wednesday through Sunday, located right off Highway 67 on Old Orchard Road in Bonterre. The Family Fun Center, putting family back into family fun. 110 left to go, 6-6 six, six your score, third down and 15. Murphy rolls left, keeping his eyes downfield, connects with his receiver Joe Bryant on an outward breaking route. It depends on the spot. I think they're going to spot him just a yard shy of the first and a big decision coming up for the Central Rebels offense. They've got it on their own 46-yard line. It's a tie ball game at 6-all, and it's a fourth down and one, and the Rebels Right now have the offense out there, but keep in mind, they like to run that shotgun set and punt it out of it. Right now, they're not lined up to do that, however. They're going to line up with a goal line formation, three backs in the backfield, all of them in a three-point stance. Casey Murphy gets a new play from the near sideline after the hard count doesn't work. They'll run a play. Joe Bryant with the give up the middle. He is stuffed right about the spot. I think he's going to be short. I don't think Joe Bryant got the first down. Official on the near side says no. The far side, I think he's got a mark short as well. And it'll depend on where the officials spot this football. Right now, Cardinal Ritter is signaling they've got possession, and the officials are going to take a timeout, spot the ball, and bring out the chains for a measurement. I'll tell you what, I don't think Joe Bryant got this. I don't think he did either. It was close. They are going to bring out the chains to see how close this one actually was. I didn't think it was close enough to even need the chains, Sean. I, I think that's actually a generous spot from the officials as well in favor of the Central Rebels. Yeah, and he's going to be short either way by about half the length of the football. And it will be Cardinal Ritter ball after Joe Bryant is stuffed on fourth and one from the 46-yard line. And the Lions are going to take over, tied up at six all with 103 left to go in the quarter. Tough play there for Central. They had about a yard to go for the first down. I I don't like that, or I mean, I like that they went for it. I, I'm not against that. I just don't, that play call is a tough one against a really good Lions defense. And Joe Bryan, I know pound for pound, one of the strongest players in our area. He's only 5'9", 160 pounds, but he's one of the strongest players on the Central Rebels team. But I, I think you want to give it to someone a little closer to the line of scrimmage. Quick hit near side. Ryan Boyd bobbles it incomplete. It was thrown a little low and upfield for him, further upfield than he would have wanted, and that incomplete pass will bring up a second down and 10. They say he caught that. He bobbled it and must have come down with it. Yeah, so either way then, it's a gain of one instead. So instead of second down and 10, it's a second down and nine with the ball on the 45-yard line. Cardinal Ritter with the clock running down. They got to run a play here. There's 33 seconds on the game clock for the first quarter, 20 on the play clock. Trips left, receiver right. Shotgun set for again. McKay, who's out there operating the offense. He'll dump it off to Ion Carter, his slot receiver on the left side. And he's taken down in the open field. Ty Schweiss, the son of head coach Corey Schweiss, debating with his older brother throughout the week of who would win this year's Central squad or last year's Central squad. I'll tell you what, I don't know who would win. There's a lot of great players on that central team last year that are not there on this year's team. You look at Deshaun Welch and his speed. Ruger Sutton, not just the best player pound for pound or strongest, pound for pound one of the baddest dudes to come through the area in some time. 
it'd be a fun matchup between those two teams. We got a fun matchup in real life, however, not hypothetically on the field in front of us. It's a 6 6 ball game through one with the Central Rebels and the Cardinal Ritter Lions tied. Back with the second quarter when we return after this on KFMO. The employees and staff at your hometown Walmart Supercenter in Deloge are proud to support our local high school students and staff, proud to be a part of our area high school sports, and proud of our local athletes. Walmart Supercenter in Deloge congratulates the Central Rebels on their district football championship and wishes them the best of luck in the state playoffs. No matter what, you have the support of Walmart Supercenter in Deloge. Save money, live better. That's the Walmart Supercenter in Deloge. High School Football on KFMO is brought to you by Cozine Memorial Chapel in Farmington, Complete Vision Care in Lettington and Festus, Chris Offenberg, GM Superstore in Farmington, First State Community Banks, Willett Home Furnishings in Bonterre and Farmington, and Shelter Insurance Agent J.J. Vickers in Bonterre. Cardinal Ritter with the ball, third down and 16 after that big tackle for loss. And they'll work right to left here throughout the second quarter. Central shows blitz, but they back up into zone coverage. McKay with time, taking a shot down the field and knocked incomplete, trying to find Frederick Moore. He's being tracked by Casey Murphy. Casey Murphy actually underran it a little bit. They've got the wind at their backs now, the Cardinal Ritter Lions, and I think that kind of threw off Casey Murphy a little bit. Center fielder for the Central Rebels when he's not pitching as well. He should have tracked that pretty well, but either way, it's knocked incomplete by Murphy, and it'll bring up a fourth down and 16 in the punt unit for the Cardinal Ritter Lions as the Rebels get a stop. He was backing up on it, Casey Murphy was. Had a good read, and it just didn't get there in time. Again, the win to his back. Give credit to the Central Rebels defensive fronts. They didn't. They showed blitz, but backed off into zone coverage. P.J. Jones mixing things up. And they were still able to get to McKay and force him to throw it off Kelter. Punt formation for Cardinal Ritter. The always dangerous Joe Bryant back deep to return. And whistles blow with the clock hitting zero. We might have a delay of game here. And we do. Delay of game on Cardinal Ritter. It isn't one of those delay of games unless Dallas winner Johnson has the best punting leg I've seen in high school football in some time. I don't think this is one of those delay of games that you commit to try to get some more breathing room at the back of the end zone. Central will now answer by sending Cason Murphy back deep to help on the return too. Joe Bryant on the near side at about the 18-yard line. Low snap. It's picked up off the turf. Winter Johnson's going to try to run with it now as he's getting the edge on the far side. Tackled in the open field. Ty Schweiss at about the 40-yard line in the numbers. And that is a huge flip of the field for the Central Rebels. That's going to be a tackle for loss on the play. And the Central Rebels are going to get first and 10 on the 41-yard line on the far side of the field. That's a good play by Schweiss. A good, good, I guess, play call by the Lions there to fake a punt and have a route to the outside, but with the speed that Schweiss has, you're not going to get around him there in open field. I, that's the thing. I don't know if that was supposed to be a fake. It was a low snap to Winter Johnson, and I think he kind of just in his head went, okay, fire call, let's take off and run with it, as opposed to potentially getting blocked, because it kind of rolled his way to him. It was a very low snap. And now the Rebels with a chance to respond on offense. Trips right, receiver left. Jackson Jones in the backfield to the left of the quarterback, Murphy. High snap. Murphy will follow Jones up the left-hand side with some room to run up that sideline. Lowers his shoulder at the 20 and spilled out of bounds right there. It's a big gain of 21 yards for Cason Murphy. And the Rebels are in business with first down and 10 in the red zone. Really good play by Murphy to get around the outside on the far side and then have a lane and get around a block too. 
was in open field, only had one to beat. Couldn't beat him, but real good position here. Flip the formation, trips right, receiver left. Again, Jones in the backfield. This time he's to the right of Kaysen Murphy, who's in a shotgun set. Murphy will roll to his right. The lefty slings it to a receiver on the far side. It falls incomplete. He overshot Joe Bryan on the outward breaking route. And the corner on that side waiting for it was the receiver Frederick Moore who almost came away with a diving interception. Oh, man, what a break that would have been for Cardinal Ritter. I think Central's got to just stick with the running game here. They've had a lot of success with that and kind of use that to set up the pass like they did on their first scoring drive of the game. Quick little short stuff in the passing game and eventually take that shot downfield. You have another down to play with here. I would be surprised if they pass, but the setup they're showing looks pass. Oh, it's a shotgun formation. This is a spread offense for Central, but they're going to run out of it. It's the same play that got 21 yards for Casey Murphy. Designed QB run left side. This time he only picks up four, and he'll bring up a third down and six. Ball inside the 20, down to the 17-yard line. It's only a gain of three, in fact. And three receivers will line up to the right, and one to the left for the Central Rebels on third down. About 11 minutes left to go in the second quarter. We are tied up at six all. Murphy to pass, taking a shot to the end zone. He's got Bryant. Oh, but it's off his hands, incomplete. I think the safety on the opposite side of the field, I think that's Parker Jr. came all the way across the field and might have just gotten a fingertip on it. That's either him or Tyron Steed who got it. If you're Joe Bryant setting back up at the line, that's one you want to have back. But again, with that streaking safety, he might have gotten a piece of it, so you can't really fault the receiver in Bryant, but now you just got to reset fourth down and six. It's Tyron Steed, the free safety. Really, Cason Murphy, he's got to zip that in there a little bit faster. I know you want to lob it, make it an easier catch, but that's Joe Bryant you're throwing to. You know, he's going to catch it no matter how hard you throw it, basically. You want to get that in there faster because that won't give Steed a chance to make a play on the ball. The Central Rebels come into the near sideline. They're going to burn a timeout to make sure they got the right play call for a fourth down and six. They went for a field goal last week, but if they decide to this week, they'd be kicking into the wind. 11-01 left to go in the second quarter. Tied up at six all. Another big decision for the Rebels coming up after this on KFMO. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. High School Football on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills, Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Mineral Area College in Park Hills, and the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Back here at Central Rebels Stadium in Park Hills, Missouri, 6-6 your score, Central Rebels lined up to go for it. They got two receivers to the right and two to the left, kind of mulling around right now. In the backfield is Mason Williams. He's to the right of the quarterback, Kaysen Murphy. Wide splits from the offensive line. Snap, handoff, reverse. Bryant throws it back to the left side, and it's deflected, incomplete. Isaiah Edwards was the defensive end in pursuit behind Joe Bryant, who got it on the reverse. He tried to immediately turn and swing it back to Mason Williams, and Edwards 
Got his paw up there, knocks it incomplete, and it's a turnover on downs. Cardinal Ritter is going to take over. Central didn't even use up a minute on the game clock on this drive. And Cardinal Ritter will get the ball back with a lot of time, still in the second quarter. See if they can do something. This is their furthest, their deepest drive from the backfield. Give up the middle. Not much doing for Cardinal Ritter and more as he picks up just a yard on the play. Actually, a generous spot. They gave him two there. I thought he only picked up a yard on that play. So with the carry, Moore makes it a second down and eight. Now from the 19-yard line. Cardinal Ritter working right to left. They'll line up with a pair of receivers on either side of the formation, and Carson Boyd in to operate the offense. He is a lethal young sophomore quarterback taking a shot down the field. It's a jump ball, and it's pulled in by Cason Murphy with his team-high seventh interception on the season. Murphy cuts it back inside, wrapped up. The ball comes free. It was ripped out by Cardinal Ritter, and it's a fight for the football. Central says they still have it. Cardinal Ritter saying they got it, and Cardinal Ritter celebrating at the moment. Still a fight for the football. No signal from the officials one way or another who's got it. And it's Cardinal Ritter football. Oh, the Rebels, they had it, and they were going to get it on the enemy 40-yard line, but it got ripped out, and Cannon Harlow can't believe it. He's still going to go over still there and arguing. Talk. Yeah, they got to get Harlow out of there before he says something that will get him in trouble. And Coach Schweiss is absolutely livid right now. I don't think you could be confident as an official to make that call if they're still fighting for it on the floor after the dog pile is spread, out, spread away. That's a tough call to make, though. It is, and it's one of those, if you see someone clearly wrapped up with it, it's going to be his ball. Trips on the far side, receiver on the near side. Cardinal Ritter with a first and ten, and they got it knocked incomplete. Ty Schweiss. Undercut the intended receiver, Boyd, reading that screen pass like a textbook and almost takes it the distance if he was able to come away with that interception. And they're going to bring the junior quarterback, McKay, back out to operate the offense after Boyd threw the interception. I want to go back to that interception. Ritter had... Dallas Winter Johnson on the near side all alone. He was about at the spot for what would have been a first down. Instead, they went deep and it was picked off, but Central fumbled it. It wasn't a bad decision. He was just underthrown and coming away with it was Cason Murphy, but he loses it on the ensuing fumble. Jet sweep. Moore with some room up the far sideline. Moore with Joe Bryant in a foot race. Cuts it back inside. He'll stiff arm Bryant who wraps him up at the 10, fighting for the end zone. And he's taken down at the one-yard line. That's a huge gain, Sean. Now you go back and look at that play that was intercepted then fumbled. A 60-yard rush for Frederick Moore, and it's first down and goal from the one-yard line for the Cardinal Ritter Lions. This will be Cardinal Ritter's third time in the red zone. They have one touchdown in the game. Cardinal Ritter huddled up. Slowing things down a little bit here. 9.38 left to go. 
That's a first and goal for the Lions. McKay out there at quarterback. Running back to his left is Marvin Burks. Twin receivers on either side for the offense. Snap. Handoff. Burks right up the middle. Fighting his way forward into the end zone for the score. Marvin Burks. But his 18th rushing touchdown of the season. He gets the lead for the Cardinal Ritter Lions. 12-6 with 9.23 left to go in the second quarter. And we'll see if they decide to go for one or two points. going to huddle it up i'd be surprised if they don't go for two here well they're lined up if they're going to huddle up they're going to be going for two and they do they break the huddle with a bunch formation to the right a wide receiver out to the left in carson boyd the backup quarterback and sloan in the backfield he gets it he's wrapped up and taken down as jackson jones knifes through on the tackle for loss he gets in there along with Nathan Weinhold and the Central Rebels get a stop on a two-point try. But Cardinal Ritter takes their first lead of the game. It comes with 9.23 left to go in the first quarter on a one-yard Burks rushing touchdown. 12-6, they're out in front on KFMO. Andy's Garage in Park Hills has high-quality repairs, service, and performance at affordable prices. They have a very courteous and helpful team that go beyond the standard of auto repair to ensure your vehicle is running the way it should be. Visit Andy's Garage at 5918 Maple Street behind Patriot Vault in Park Hills or call them today at 431-2626. Their phone number again, 431-2626. From basic maintenance to engine rebuilds, Andy's Garage in Park Hills has you covered. Are you looking to buy a new home but are running short on funds? Hi, Paul Hale here with New Era Bank. We offer many different loan programs to help accommodate you. Currently, VA, FHA, and USDA are just some of the loan programs that we offer. Our experienced loan staff is ready and waiting to help you find just the right loan to fit your needs because no two loans are the same. We've also enhanced our website and added many frequently asked questions about home ownership to our website. Visit today at www.newerabank.com. New Era Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Sunny skies and a nice 43 degrees in Park Hills, Missouri for this game. However, for the Central Rebels, when it rains, it pours as a kickoff return from Hakeem Wagner will set up first down and 10 from their own two-yard line. They're deep inside their own territory. Harlow gets it on a carry, fighting for it to try to get some breathing room. He does as he picks up one, maybe two yards, taking it to about the five-yard line. He picks up two. It makes it second and eight from the five. But the Rebels, if they want to tie this game up on this drive, they're ha- going to have to go pretty much the length of the field as this drive began on their own three-yard line. The Rebels checking the wristbands. Still plenty of time to get lined up. About 20 seconds on the play clock. Mason Williams will line up as a wing back to the left. They'll set up with twin receivers to the right, Caden Casey and Cannon Harlow. With a running back in the backfield next to Kaysen Murphy to his left. I believe that's Joe Bryant. Murphy gets the offensive line set. Claps high snap, and it's bobbled in the end zone. Murphy's going to go down. It's a safety. Well, a high snap. Murphy tipped it to himself to avoid the touchdown for Cardinal Ritter. He goes down, and it's the Lions extending their lead to 14-6 to over the Central Rebels. And the tough part with that, it's going to be a, the Central Rebels having to now kick it away to the Cardinal Ritter Lions. We'll keep it here in the meantime. 
But, man, this is a, a tough stretch of football for the Central Rebels, one that could be the difference at the end of the game. Yeah, that's that's a tough play on a high snap. I think for Central, they're just going to have to reset here. You knew you weren't going to shut out Cardinal Ritter. Now you're down by 8, 14-6. You just got to reset things, focus on just this drive here. Don't try to do too much. Out-of-town scoreboard, mineral area overhead door. Install entry and storm doors, decks and railings, beam central vacuum systems. For a full list of services, visit mineralareadoor.com. Hillsboro and St. Mary's now tied up at 14-all. Patterson with a 29-yard rushing touchdown with 10-29 left to go in the second quarter. So St. Mary's getting a run for their money as well. Another one of those powerhouse St. Louis private schools. And the Central Rebels will have to kick it away from deep in their own territory. And we've seen them try the short onside kick a couple of times. And even if they do try to boom it deep, they're going to be kicking it into the wind. And Cardinal Ritter doesn't think they can get it very far on this kickoff from the far hash 20-yard line as Moore and Burke, or Boyd rather, are lined up inside the 40. Now Moore will back up beyond the 40 to about the 39-yard line on his side of the field. Williams. Short onside kick, high hop, pulled in, and trying to reverse field with it is Cardinal Ritter. He's wrapped up and taken down LaMarcus Simmons. Nowhere to go. Actually lost some yardage for the Lions. Could have had it at about the 45, maybe even inside the 45 and close to the 40. Instead, with the got a little reverse action he tried to pull, he gets taken down at his own, or the enemy rather, 47. I like the idea in that spot and that position on the field he was at that's probably the smartest place to do it if you're beyond the 50 i don't think your coach is going to want you to go back now i don't think he's going to want you to anytime but if you're i guess if you will call it offensive territory and above the 50 you could probably do that usually you're taught if you get it just go down don't try to be a hero trips bunch left they'll motion more left to right and a keeper for the quarterback boyd who's back into the game after throwing an interception he picks up five yards boyd there's a little bit more running than McKay does. They're both great runners, but Boyd, he's got a 406 yards on 19 carries on the season and three rushing touchdowns. McKay, entering today, only has 10 carries for 57 yards. So on Cardinal Ritter's first drive, they used two passes and five runs. Central stuffed that one out. Their next drive, they went four passes, one run, got a touchdown. Now they're back to running it, and Central doesn't have the answer for the run after that passing touchdown was made by cardinal ritter second down five yards to go after the gain of five from carson boyd he's still out there operating the offense he'll keep it on a read option boyd wrapped up by jackson jones continues to fight forward inside the 30 still going to the 25 yard line where he finally goes down what a pickup from boyd He's only a sophomore, still plenty of growing left for him at 5'11", 164, but showing the strength that he's got. And Coach Schweiss with a lot of praise for him, saying he could be the best out of all of the players on this team. And saying that as a quarterback, he's got a legit shot at the NFL, even though he's only a sophomore. You're seeing the talent that he's got there, running the ball. Haven't seen a lot of it passing the ball so far. He sets up a pistol formation, Burks directly behind him back by about two yards receiver left in frederick moore one-on-one against cannon harlow on that side they'll give to burks breaks a tackle behind the line of scrimmage stiff arms a defender at the 25 but he's taken down in the open field cannon harlow once again another great defensive play 
Cannon Harlow has been absolutely balling out today for the Central Rebels on defense. Knocked away a would-be touchdown to Frederick Moore. He's had a couple of really nice open field tackles. One of them right there. And with 6.30 left to go, the Lions will bring up second and 10 from the enemy 25-yard line. Already up 14-6, to trying to expand on that lead. Twins left and right. They'll move Burks from behind the quarterback, Boyd, to his right. Boyd claps, back to pass, in the pocket, takes a shot as he throws for the end zone. Diving touchdown catch made by his brother Ryan Boyd for his 11th touchdown reception of the season. And for Carson, it's his 23rd touchdown pass. That is an unbelievable diving grab made by Ryan Boyd with 6.09 left to go. It's going to be a 20-6 lead for Cardinal Ritter with a PAT or two-point try coming up. That is going to be a highlight real play for years to come. You won't usually see something better than that at the high school level, Sean. That was insane. He dove from about the three-yard line and caught it three yards deep in the end zone. I mean, he was like a Superman dive parallel to the turf field when he pulled it in. And here comes the two-point conversion for Cardinal Ritter, trying to push it to 22-6. to six. They'll line up with two receivers right and two to the left. Winner Johnson, the slot receiver on the left side. They're going to send Boyd in motion right to left. It's now Moore all alone on that far side of the field. Boyd to pass. A little swing pass to his running back on the Texas route, and it's pulled in by Keon Sloan for the two-point conversion. 22-6 your score. Cardinal Ritter out in front of Central with 6.09 left to go in the second quarter. Rebels getting the ball back when we return on AM 1240 KFMO. Hi folks, this is Randy Hulsey of Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Lead Belt Pump and Supply in Park Hills is happy to sponsor high school sports. Remember, if you need contract drilling, they have over 30 years of experience to help you. Since 1968, Lead Belt Pump and Supply has been serving their community with authorized sales and service and a reputation for quality. You'll find Lead Belt Pump and Supply at 204 East Elvins in Park Hills or give them a call at 573-431-2476. Lead Belt Pump and Supply, wishing all of our area teams good luck. Well, the kickoff goes out of bounds on the near sideline from Cardinal Ritter and the Rebels. I don't want to say it's a must-score drive, but I think this is an important drive for Central. I don't think you want to give Cardinal Ritter the ball back with plenty of time to operate. There's 6.09 left to go in the quarter. Central Rebels find themselves trailing 22-6. to They're going to get the ball to start the second half as well, the Rebels will. So we'll see what the Central Rebels can do. As they break huddle and line up two receivers to the right and two to the left. Joe Bryant, slot receiver on the near side. Team's leading receiver as well with 57 catches, 878 yards through the air and 13 touchdown receptions on the season. So far today, doesn't have a catch to his name. The give to Joe Bryant on a carry though. He takes it up the middle as he cuts it back inside and gets taken down after fighting his way forward for a couple extra yards after a gain of six on the play for the junior wide receiver. Good run by Joe Bryant there. Joe has had really three touches offensively throughout this game. That's his second carry. The other one was that reverse pass. Central tried on fourth down deep in enemy territory that got knocked down right as he released it incomplete. 
Jackson Jones in the backfield. He's to the right of the quarterback, Murphy. Twin receivers on either side. They're going to send Harlow in motion and give to him on a power run to the near side. He tries to reverse field, gets swallowed up by that fast defense Cardinal Ritter has, and it's only a gain of two for Harlow, and it will bring up a third down and two yards to go for the first with 5-10 left to go in quarter number two. Central had success earlier in the first quarter with passing to get to the end zone or get to the red zone, but now the wind is facing them, so it's real tough to pass in this situation, and Cardinal Ritter's doing a good job of stuffing the run game. Five minutes left to go in the quarter. Pair of receivers left and right. Murphy operates out of the shotgun. He's going to follow Jackson Jones. He's wrapped up at the line of scrimmage, fighting forward to try to get the first. He's going to be short by a yard. He needed two. He got one to take it to the 45. And another big decision coming for the Central Rebels. Do you risk setting up a short field for Cardinal Ritter, who's figured things out a little bit on offense these last few drives, or do you try to get the offense off the field, punt it away, and see if your defense can make something happen with a longer field for Cardinal Ritter. I think that's what you need to do. Cardinal Ritter's had really good uh, field position the last couple of drives, and they've got it into the end zone both times. They're going to go for it here, though, are the Rebels. Well, we'll see. Central's lined up in a pistol. We'll see if they move Casey Murphy back at all. And they're going to motion a running back into the uh, under center. It's Jackson Jones. He's got it. Oh, but it depends on the spot. Nearside official says he's short. He lost his footing as soon as he got the snap and went down on a knee. If he wasn't touched by a defender, it should not be short. It shouldn't be that spot. And let's see. The officials are going to call a timeout themselves. Oh, I don't think that's a generous spot for Central. Jones went down right away, but I don't think he was touched. He got up, and now they're going to eyeball it across the field and signal first down. A break for Central. I think from what I saw up here in the booth, Jones had it by another length of the football. But I think they spotted him from when he initially lost his footing and went down. It's different than a QB kneel. You're surrendering yourself when you kneel down with the ball versus when you're actually still trying to make a play moving forward. Jones could have had the ball punched out there if he just tossed it to the side. That would be a fumble. That play's still live until he gets touched. Swing pass to Jones on the far side, almost intercepted by Isaiah Edwards. It goes just over his fingertips. Jones pulls it in but only gets a yard out of it as the defense closes quickly. So that was a really good play on the run to get there. I'm with you on, I don't know if the spot of the ball there was accurate. He did go to a knee, but I don't think he was touched with you. But either way, they did get the first down. That play there, a good pass and a good job by the receiver to turn around just in time as the ball was on his way. Second down and 10 with 3.20 left to go in the quarter. Central Rebels still have yet to cross midfield. They got it on the 46 after no gain on the pitch and catch to Jones. High snap, give to Joe Bryant. Running that power play on the far side of the field. He gets wrapped up after a gain of two, maybe three. It's going to be a third down and long coming up for the Rebels offense that other than that big 42-yard pass from Cason Murphy to Kendall Horton for their lone touchdown of the game, the big plays haven't really been there. For the Central Rebels offense in this game, you got to say, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that they have had a hard time getting the ball into the hands of Joe Bryant throughout this first half. Bryant, or excuse me, Casey will go in motion to the near side. Four receivers on that side. A little swing pass to Casey. It goes off his fingertips incomplete as he got smacked to the turf right away, nonetheless, by linebacker Makai Mixon. And it brings up a fourth down and seven. And I imagine here we'll see the Central Rebels just punt it away. The clock is stopped with 2.40 left to go. They're going to get the ball to start the second half. And as much as you'd like to keep this drive going and come away with scoring, I think the field position is more important than potentially possessing the ball here for at least another fresh set of downs. 
And now Casey Murphy in the shotgun will back up and get away a low punt that's going to take a friendly Central Rebel roll past the 30, past the 20, past the 15, and it slows down at the 11-yard line and rolls out of bounds right at the 10. So a low punt for Casey Murphy, but it does the job. It pins the Cardinal Ritter Lions deep on their own side of the field. If they want to stretch this lead any further before halftime, they're going to have to go 90 yards in 227. They still have two timeouts left to play with as well. The Central Rebels with Cardinal Ritter out on offense. And we'll see what Ritter decides to do here as they've got Boyd out on offense and will now shift their formation to trips towards us. They're going to motion more back across the formation to the far side and give it to him on a counter play as he comes back towards us. Flag comes flying in as Moore is wrapped up and taken down after a short gain on the play. He picked up about four, and we'll see what this flag is. It's right about the spot for holding, and it is a holding on the offense. We'll see if Central decides to accept it here. I imagine they will. Gain of four. Maybe if it was a gain of one, they would decline it as there's a player down, and it's Moore who gets helped up by his teammates. And he's all right. He'll jog back into the huddle and toss a uh, cloth into the end zone that was wrapped up in one of the Central Rebel tacklers got a big handful of. And so with that penalty, it's a spot of the foul, half the distance to the goal. The penalty was committed right at the original line of scrimmage, the 10. It's a long because of that, and it's a first down and 15 from the 5-yard line. Now the Rebels have a chance to do something interesting here. Clock rolls, 2.10 to go, 15 on the play clock. Two receivers left and two to the right. Frederick Moore, the slot receiver, matched up against Ty Schweiss. Now they'll motion Moore into the backfield and give it to Burks, who's wrapped up at the line of scrimmage, taken down. Is it a safety? No, it's going to be a loss of four on the play. If he lost one more yard, it's a safety. A big tackle for loss for the Central Rebels' defense, headed up by their defensive coordinator, P.J. Jones, one of the best defensive minds in the state of Missouri. It'll make it a second down in 19 with the ball on the one-yard line and 90 seconds left to go until halftime. Cardinal Ritter seems content just letting this clock tick away here. Central has two timeouts themselves. They're hanging on to it right now. Let's see what Cardinal Ritter decides to pull out. They send Boyd in at quarterback, Carson Boyd, the sophomore. They did a lot of running on that previous drive with carries of 5 and 17. And now we've got whistles blown and a timeout on the field taken by Cardinal Ritter with 106 left to go in the second quarter. We'll step aside with them. 22 to 6, your score. It's the Central Rebels trailing the Cardinal Ritter Lions. Ritter with the ball on their own one when we return after this on KFMO. Unico Bank in Park Hills is one of 16 locations providing quality service to you. Offering internet and mobile banking, checking, debit cards, and so much more. Unico Bank is the choice for personal and commercial services. Visit Unico Bank in Park Hills today or online at unicobank.com. Small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Unico Bank in Park Hills, member FDIC. Banking with people like you. Unico Bank. 
Second down, 19 to go. Ball on the one-yard line, 106 left to play. Cardinal Ritter with the lead, 22-6. They've got the ball on their own one. And they got one timeout left as well. I think they'll just look to get out of this first half with one of two things, a huge 99-yard touchdown or the score remaining 22-6. A design QB run by the quarterback Boyd. He's wrapped up at the original line of scrimmage, fought his way forward for a short gain of one, maybe two, and he's tackled down there. It'll bring up a third down and long, and the clock stops. Central taking a timeout themselves. We'll keep it here. And Cardinal Ritter, they're going to huddle up around their coach over there, and this is another big decision for the Lions. The Central Rebels have a timeout left to play with, so Cardinal Ritter could just run the ball here, and even if they don't get it, they'll force the Central Rebels to have to burn one of their timeouts. Just under a minute to play, Sean. The game down here, the field, it's a lot windier down here than it is up where you are in the broadcast booths. And it is tough to stay warm, I'm sure, for these players. A lot of them huddled up in a little bit of a close play as the teams are about to take the field again. This is a stop that Central has to have if they want to get the ball back in this half and then book in the halftime with the ball. I'll go further. A stop you must have, but be careful of Cardinal Ritter potentially taking a shot here down the field. You don't want to get burned for what could be a 98-yard touchdown after that gain of one on the play for Boyd. So we'll see what Cardinal Ritter decides to go with. Two receivers left and a tight end and a receiver lined up tight to the formation on the far side of the field. Boyd in the backfield with a running back next to him in Burks. Waiting to get the okay from the officials before we can resume play, and they've got it. Boyd with his heels in the middle of the E and B of Rebels on the left side. He runs to that far side of the field, breaks a tackle there. He's wrapped up by Joe Bryan, and he's forced out of bounds. Oh, that's a big break for Central. That'll stop the clock okay, with 56.6 seconds left Carson to go. Bryan. That's going to allow them to preserve that last timeout. And Joe Bryant himself, that's a big break for him, too. He's going to go back with a chance to return a punt here. The always lethal punt returner in Joe Bryant. A couple of punt return touchdowns this season. Maybe none better than the one other than maybe the one he had against Dexter. I got a little ahead of myself there, but one of the best ones of the year certainly came last week against the Valley Catholic Warriors. Sean, I do want to say we mentioned the wind to the back of Cardinal Ritter. Actually, where I'm standing now, the wind is blowing towards the end zone that Central will be attacking. So a gusty wind here in Park Hills, Missouri today. High snap, a good one, though, and the punt is away, and it's going to one-hop, two-hop, and Joe Bryant just lets it go. And it's going to roll across the Central Rebels' 45-yard line and go out of bounds at the 44-yard line on the far side of the field. I think a lot of Central Rebels fans wanted Joe Bryant to pick that up on a hop, but at this point, I think we can fairly give Joe the benefit of the doubt. If he doesn't feel comfortable going for it, probably not one that he should. I think he's earned with the production he's had this season. He's earned the benefit of the doubt of whether or not to go for it. Kendall Horton in at wide receiver for the Central Rebels as Cason Murphy will get the play from head coach Corey Schweiss. 48.2 seconds left to go. Central find themselves trailing 22-6. to And they're going to break huddle and line up working left to right on your radio dial. 
with trips to the right, one receiver all alone to the left, running back in the backfield next to Kaysen Murphy and Hakeem Wagner. They're going to motion Wagner out to the left side and send him on a wheel route that way. Murphy taking a shot. It's a jump ball middle of the field, and it's intercepted going the other way. Picked off by Moore as he cuts it back inside as the flag comes in. Moore will get wrapped up at the 35 and taken down, but there's a flag at the 50-yard line as Cannon Harlow and Marvin Burks will communicate peacefully with each other, mind you. They both shake each other's hands and walk away. But we're going to see what this flag is on here as Bryant slams his helmet on the turf. He's frustrated with himself, but that's a ball that was thrown down the field that just kind of got caught up in the wind. Joe Bryant, as great as he is, I mean, he was in a jump ball situation between him and the six foot two, 180-pound Frederick Moore, who's bound for Michigan. Nothing against Joe Bryant, as great as he is. That's a mismatch right there when you're having to go for a jump ball with someone who's got some good size over you and is a Big Ten-level talent as well. It's not like this kid is just big. He's big and he's talented, and he's back out on offense for Cardinal Ritter with 34.6 seconds left to go. They've got a timeout to play with as well. So Cardinal Ritter will now have the ball back in their possession with some room to operate as well. First and 10 on the 39-yard line. Bryant, meanwhile, back out on defense with Cason Murphy as well. And they'll break huddle with Boyd. Carson Boyd operating the offense as the quarterback. He's got Burks to his left and a timeout taken on the field by Cardinal Ritter. They're going to burn their third and final timeout here, making sure they got the right play out there. 22-6, they're out in front. Timeout brought to you by Missouri Farm Bureau agent Mike Sansegra. Contact him today for a free quote on auto home business or life insurance. Back after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO Park Hills. What do you want to eat? I don't know. How about pretzels? Pretzel, pretzel. Mm, a nice warm pretzel. I want one. Hand-twisted soft pretzels, pretzel nuggets, stuffed pretzels filled with hot dogs or mini dogs. The pepperoni melt with Monterey Jack and Provel. Pretzel, pretzel in Farmington. They offer fun custom shapes and party trays ready in 15 minutes. Pretzel, pretzel, 10 to 6, Tuesday through Saturday and 11 to 4 on Sunday. On the backside of Maple Valley Center in Farmington. Pretzel, pretzel. Happy food, happy mood. At Pretzel, pretzel. I want to thank a few of our sponsors for joining us today, including Prairie Farms, Dairies, and Park Hills. They want home care in Bonterre, Unico Bank in Park Hills, Leadbelt Pump and Supply in Park Hills, and First State Community Banks. Boyd, under pressure, escapes it, rolls out to the far side of the field, keeping his eyes downfield, and his pass tipped and incomplete. Ty Schweiss was running parallel with the receiver on that side, and the receiver stopped. Boyd tried to see if he could kind of lob it past Ty Schweiss, but Schweiss, using all of his 5'11 frame, was able to just get a piece of it and knock it incomplete. And that will bring up a second down and 10. That's a long play. About eight seconds of play clock came off there. We're down to 26.2 seconds left to go. And another second down and 10, this time from the 39-yard line. (laughs) Trips to the right. One receiver all alone to the left. Boyd alone in the backfield. He's got a tight end in there as well. Back to pass. Middle of the field. Tipped and incomplete. Jackson Jones knocks it away. 
Sean, I am surprised, really, that Cardinal Ritter's not trying to run this clock out and get it to halftime. Central's going to get it back. Already two or three downs, rather, right now. One more incomplete pass, and Central could get the ball back with time left. Well, it's not too dissimilar to what we've seen Central do before where, you know, they, they smell blood in the water and they try to go for the kill shot. I think that's kind of what Cardinal Ritter is doing here in this moment. Once they got the ball back following the turnover at about midfield, I think it kind of sensed like, okay, this is a chance to get another score before halftime and potentially if they convert on the two-point try that time, stretch the lead to 30-6 to six as much as that. But we'll see what they do here. Third down and 10. Pass down the middle of the field. It's high. Tipped and incomplete. It went through the hands of Joe Bryant after the tip. Oh, it was heading right to him. He settled underneath for it. And the receiver, Elijah Abdullah, it just goes off his fingertips, changing the trajectory of the ball. And Joe Bryant misses that one. Sean, that, that's the second ball that has been deflected that Joe Bryant has dropped. Again, you can't blame Bryant there. It was deflected. Yeah, no, I mean, both of them, the one in the end zone, I think the safety for Cardinal Ritter got a piece of it, Tyron Steed. This time it's Abdullah who definitely got a piece of that one across the middle of the field. And here comes the punt team for Cardinal Ritter with 18.1 seconds left to go as they're bringing people on late. They got someone all the way on the far side of the field. Central doesn't see it at first. Neither does Cardinal Ritter. They had a chance to potentially get the first down as they snuck on someone on the far side of the field late in the final few seconds, Elijah Abdullah. And now there's a player down for Central who's a little slow to get up. Coach Schweiss is arguing that play. I think that should, that's a penalty, in fact, for an illegal substitution. When the offense is set and they just run a receiver out on the field on the far side, that's a flag for illegal substitution that even the officials, no one saw it. The Central defenders didn't see it. The punt team for Cardinal Ritter did not see it. The officials didn't see it. Coach Schweiss saw it. He's letting the officials know all about it. Yeah, Sean, he is not happy, and I think you and I might be the only two that have seen that on that play. 12 seconds left to go, the Central Rebels. We'll see what they can pull out offensively. Cannon Harlow, he is hurting right now. He's the inside receiver amongst the trips on the near side of the field. Man, if the Central Rebels lose him with the way he's played through this first half, it's going to be a tough second half for Central as they give it on a handoff to Hakeem Wagner. He's taken down with a gain of just a yard on the play. The clock will run out, and that will take us to halftime with the score at 22-6. to Here at the halftime break, Cannon Harlow pulls off his helmet, and he's really favoring that right leg of his right now. He played just an unbelievable first half of football as Coach Schweiss is making his way out past the numbers, awaiting the officials as they're having a conversation amongst them right now. What about, I'm not sure, but Coach Schweiss is looking for an explanation, I believe, on the illegal substitution that was not called. I mentioned earlier in this game with the offsides that was called quite late by the officiating crew, this is going to be a different style of officiating than we saw out in St. Genevieve, Missouri, eight days ago where it was tightly called. And now the officials, I mean, they're, I, be, I think at this point they're just telling Coach Schweiss that they missed it. There's nothing really much to it other than that. It's not like they can redo anything at this point as the both teams are making their way into the locker room. And Coach Spain is out there conversing with the official as well. What about, I'm not sure. We'll see if we can get Coach Schweiss here for a halftime interview. And we will. We'll send it down to the field. Our own Jared Pettis joined by head coach of the Central Rebels, Corey Schweiss. We're joined by Corey Schweiss down here on the field after the first half. And you looked really good in that first quarter. What went wrong in the second quarter with a win to your back? 
Uh, we just we're not playing very well right now. I mean, we've had chances to make plays that we typically make. We just haven't made them. Uh, you know, it's they've made some plays we haven't. That's the difference of the game right now. What needs to change in that second half for you guys to get back up on top? Well, the big thing is we just need to come out. We should get the ball to start the second half. We, you know, we need to come out and execute that first drive and and you know put a score on the board and then give our kids a little confidence. All right, coach. Thank you so much. We'll be uh, back down here for the second half. All right, thanks a lot. Back to you, Sean. Jared, thank you very much. Well, all confidence heading into the game for the Central Rebels. Coach Schweiss, though, just telling us now he needs to get that confidence back here at halftime leading into the second half where the Central Rebels will get the football to begin the second half. Your score at the break, 22-6. to Cardinal Ritter out in front of Central with the Belgrade State Bank halftime show coming up next on AM 1240 KFMO. You're probably expecting some punch on a joke, some wow or some pow, but not this time, nope. Hey, it's David Sism from Sam's the Board Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Did you know my grandpa Sam Sism first opened his doors for business in 1937 and we're still family owned and operated? I'm not here asking for your business today. I just want to tell all of our loyal customers thank you. Thank you for choosing us, your hometown dealer. Thank you for shopping local and for supporting your community as we strive to support you in return. Shopping season is gearing up now, but I'm not here with some catchy jingle or ad. I'm just giving back to you our customer instead this month when you leave with the wheels and the deal you want you get a hundred dollar gift card with your purchase our reputation and history is still your guarantee come in and see us at samson ford lincoln the home of the lifetime warranty and leave as a part of the sism ford family call us today at 431-3177 or visit us online at sismford.com gift card with completed vehicle purchase see dealer for details Do you need help in your home? A1 Home Care is a locally owned and operated home care service. We offer personal care, homemaker duties, respite, and nurse visits. You can also have a family member perform your care through consumer-directed services. Call our office today at 358-7755 in Bonterre for a free consultation. We are the heart of home care in the heartland. Call A1 Home Care in Bonterre at 573-358-7755. Hi folks, John Robinson here, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, Farmington, Missouri. Folks, it's Black Friday all month long. It's the Black Friday sales event going on now. Order a Grand Wagoneer, a Wagoneer, receive a $2,000 sold order bonus cash rebate when it comes in. No payments for 90 days on select vehicles, great rebates, low interest rate specials. Come in and find out what it's all about. It's the Black Friday sales event all month long. Come see us, Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Supercenter, Farmington, Missouri. Today's tax laws are complicated. A relatively simple return can be confusing. It is easy to overlook deductions to which you are entitled. Hi, I'm John Boyd with Boyd & Associates in Farmington. Accounting is what we do best. We are professional, experienced, affordable, and offer a broad range of services for business owners, executives, and independent professionals. We turn complicated matters into simple concepts. Find us online at boyd-cpa.com. Boyd & Associates, we are proud supporters of high school sports. Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round and return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. Have you ever wanted to shop small but win big? 
with First State Community Bank, you can. For the next year, First State Community Bank is going to randomly reimburse debit transactions for those who shop at qualifying local businesses. We are giving away $1,000 per month. Find out where to shop and view the official rules at fscb.com backslash shop small win big. fscb.com backslash shop small win big. First State Community Bank, success starts here. Member FDIC. We all try to prepare for life's what-ifs, but what happens if those uncertainties become reality? I'm Leslie Nelson, and as your local farmer's agent, I'm here for you. Whether you're looking for auto, home, or even boat insurance, I can help you determine the coverage that fits your needs. Call me, Leslie Nelson, at 573-701-0067. Plenty of companies can help you with your home improvement projects, but few offer the skills and resources of 30 plus years in business. Dalton Home Improvement is experienced in exterior projects like doors, windows, siding, and gutters, and interior projects including kitchen and bath remodeling. Dalton Home Improvement can help you from start to finish when you are ready to make improvements on your home or business. Call 314-640-2808 or check them out at daltonhomeimprovements.com. Graphic Options is our area's custom t-shirt and apparel manufacturer. Located at 120 West Pine Street in Farmington, Graphic Options offers a wide selection of custom t-shirts and apparel. You can select from a variety of options including vinyl, screen print, embroidery, and more. Find Graphic Options on Facebook, head down to 120 West Pine Street in Farmington, or give Graphic Options a call at 573-756-3044. That's 756-3044 and see why they are the best in town. Welcome to the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Potosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. The Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report on AM 1240 KFMO. Well, through one quarter of play, things look good for the Central Rebels as they were tied up 6-6. However, the offense went cold after that. A couple miscues and big plays from Cardinal Ritter with the Lions out in front to a commanding 22-6 halftime lead. Taking a look around the area with the out-of-town scoreboard brought to you by Mineral Area Overhead Door, 1020 Woodlawn Drive, just north of Farmington. Elsewhere, the winner of this one plays the winner of Pleasant Hill and uh, Maryville. And right now, Pleasant, or Pleasant Hill leads 15-14 to 14 at the end of the first quarter. We have not seen a halftime score in that contest yet. A little more locally up in Class 4, Hillsboro Hawks taking on the St. Mary's Dragons. A lot of Central Rebels fans familiar with St. Mary's. That's the team that Central ran into last year that eventually won on to win the Class 3 title. Hillsboro's got the lead in that one, 20-14, the Hawks out in front of the Dragons at halftime of that Class 4 quarterfinals matchup. Turning our attention now back to Park Hills, Missouri. The score, 22-6 to six here at halftime. And well, how did we get to that point? We'll tell you with the highlights here through the first half. And the Central Rebels, after getting a stop on fourth down deep in their own territory, got the ball on offense, marched their way to about midfield where Cason Murphy would connect on a touchdown to Kendall Horton with an unbelievable catch. Murphy rolls towards the 
trip side, keeping his eyes downfield with protection, taking a shot down the field. Kendall Horton pulls it in through double coverage. Oh, what a catch by Kendall Horton. As he pulls that in with Steed and Riggins both in coverage on him. And it's 6-0 Central Rebels as Horton pulls in his fourth touchdown of the season. For Casey Murphy, that's his 32nd touchdown pass. With 4.56 to go, the Rebels are out in front 6-0 with the PAT coming. Cardinal Ritter would be offsides on the PAT. That would lead the Central Rebels to try to go for two, but they would get stuffed. Meanwhile, flip the field. Cardinal Ritter now has the ball, and they've got it deep in Central Rebel territory as well as they would take their first lead of the game with a touchdown reception from Antoine McKay to Ion Carter. He's got the snap, looking to pass, taking a shot to the end zone. His receiver dives. Does he pull it in? No signal from the officials yet, and it's a touchdown. Ion Carter with the diving catch in the end zone to tie us up at 6-all with 2.24 left to go in the first quarter. Similar situation, the Cardinal Ritter Lions would go for two. They were not able to convert, and that would give the Central Rebels the ball back with the game tied up at 6-all. The Rebels' offense would start to go cold before the Cardinal Ritter offense after an interception from Carson Boyd that Cardinal Ritter then punched out and recovered. Their offense finally took on some life of its own. A 60-yard rush from Frederick Moore would set out first down and goal from the two-yard line. Marvin Burks would push it or punch it in to make it 12-6 to after another stuffed two-point try. But the scoring wouldn't be done there for Cardinal Ritter. They would get a safety against the Central Rebels and follow it up on the ensuing possession with this unbelievable 24-yard touchdown pass from Carson Boyd to his brother Ryan Boyd. Boyd clapped. Back to pass in the pocket. Takes a shot as he throws to the end zone. Diving touchdown catch made by his brother Ryan Boyd for his 11th touchdown reception of the season. And for Carson, it's his 23rd touchdown pass. That is an unbelievable diving grab made by Ryan Boyd with 6.09 left to go. It's going to be a 20-6 lead for Cardinal Ritter with a PAT or two-point try coming up. Who would have thought that Iron Carter with the catch he had to tie us up at six all back in the first quarter would easily not be the best diving catch we've seen in the contest for the Cardinal Ritter Lions. Their two-point try, good, 22-6. to six. They would find themselves out in front here at the halftime break, and that's where we sit right now here in Park Hills, Missouri. We'll take a break, continue with more of the Belgrade State Bank halftime show after this on AM 1240 KFMO. As a true community bank, Belgrade State Bank has a lot to offer. Services like online and mobile banking, including bill pay, make all the difference in the world with your busy lifestyle. When it comes to personal and business loans, Belgrade State Bank is here to help. There are no outside loan review boards to slow down the process. Decisions are made quickly and locally, so you will have peace of mind. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business, member FDIC. Belgrade State Bank halftime show. Your score, 22-6. to six. It is the Central Rebels trailing the Cardinal Ritter Lions as we bring you stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. So far for Cardinal Ritter, they got 192 total yards of offense, averaging 7.8 yards per play. Their leading rusher on the game is Frederick Moore. He's got 62 yards on the ground on two carries, uh, 31 yards for Marvin Burks, meanwhile, on seven carries. 
51 yards through the air for Antoine McKay, who is 6 of 9 passing with 3 incompletions and a touchdown. Uh, Carson Boyd, meanwhile, is 1 of 3 passing with a touchdown and an interception in the game. Leading receiver is Ryan Boyd. He's got four catches for 45 yards. Ian Carter, two catches for 19 yards. And a catch for, two catches rather, for 11 yards for Frederick Moore. Meanwhile, for the Central Rebels, six of seven passing is Kaysen Murphy for 51 yards. Joe Bryan is 0 for 1 through the air. Five carries for 42 yards for Kaysen Murphy as well. Three carries for five yards for Cannon Harlow and three for nine for Joe Bryant, who offensively and even special teams had a quiet first half for the Rebels. A catch for 42 yards on a touchdown for Kendall Horton. Uh, two catches for a loss of two is Cannon Harlow. A catch for seven for Mason Williams. Wagner's got a catch for three, and Jackson Jones has a catch for uh, just a yard. Overall, the Central Rebels, 107 yards of offense, 51 through the air, 56 on the ground. Stats brought to you by Sam Sism Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Save big at Sam Sism Ford Lincoln. Shop for your next car, truck, or SUV. Go online to SismFord.com or give them a call, 431-3177. We'll take a break, continue with more of the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Show after this on KFMO. You're probably expecting some punts on a joke, some wow or some pow, but not this time, nope. Hey, it's David Sism from Samson Ford Lincoln, the home of the lifetime warranty. Did you know my grandpa Sam Sism first opened his doors for business in 1937 and we're still family owned and operated? I'm not here asking for your business today. I just want to tell all of our loyal customers, thank you. Thank you for choosing us, your hometown dealer. Thank you for shopping local and for supporting your community as we strive to support you in return. Shopping season is gearing up now, but I'm not here with some catchy jingle or ad. I'm just giving back to you our customer instead this month when you leave with the wheels and the deal you want you get a hundred dollar gift card with your purchase our reputation and history is still your guarantee come in and see us at samson ford lincoln the whole lifetime warranty and leave as a part of the sism ford family call us today at 431-3177 or visit us online at sismford.com gift card with completed vehicle purchase see dealer for details it's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Save a Lot food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Open seven days a week and everything's always fresh. Your Save a Lot food stores are proud to be part of the communities they serve and a proud sponsor of high school sports. For more than 115 years, Belgrade State Bank has been neighbors helping neighbors. It's how we do business and it's what sets us apart. Shaping every decision we make from supporting local causes to helping businesses and families succeed. Our checking and savings accounts, mortgages, personal and business loans, and financial planning help people reach their goals and live their dreams. It makes all the difference. Belgrade State Bank, a wise place to do business since 1906. Member FDIC. Are you building a new home? If so, you need to know the importance of insulation and the long-term effects it can have on your home and your finances. Insulating a home to the highest standards does cost you a few thousand more dollars, but those additional costs are typically recovered in energy savings in just the first few years, leaving you with more money in your savings for years to come. This is Lance Secrets at Ozarks Modern Insulation. We are the experts in this industry, and we can steer you and your family in the right direction on your new home. Find us online at OzarkInsulation.com. 
Are you having car troubles? Is your check engine light on? Dunlap Automotive Solutions at 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is open seven days a week with the best customer service, pricing, and diagnostic equipment available. Whether you've got transmission issues, engine problems, including timing belt and head gaskets, need engine repair, fleet service, or you're just due for an oil change, Dunlap Automotive Solutions on 210 East Main Street in Park Hills is your automotive solutions specialist. Call 573-431-5100 and get your vehicle fixed today. Gilster Mary Lee Corporation is hiring owner-operators for a growing and busy fleet at their Southeast Missouri facility. Drivers will pull Gilster Mary Lee trailers. Owner-operators are paid all miles at $1.85 per mile plus $11.50 per hour for downtime and drivers are given weekly settlements. Loads consist of no-touch freight and round-trip dispatch so drivers can be home each week. Keep busy all year round in return after each load. Call Mike Welker at 800-851-5371. That's 800-851-5371. Belgrade State Bank halftime show. Your score at the break. It is the Cardinal Ritter Lions up 22 to 6. Do want to give you a quick update here at halftime. The winner of this one plays the winner of Maryville and Pleasant Hill. Maryville currently leads in that contest by a score of 22 to 21 at the halftime break. So it was a one point lead at the end of one for Pleasant Hill. Now Maryville's flipped that score on its head, and it's going to be a lead of one for Maryville. We'll take a break, continue with more of the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Show after this on AM 1240 KFMO. Shop with a purpose this holiday season at the Giving Tree Boutique in Deloge. At the Giving Tree, we have a store full of great gift ideas that are perfect for the modern-day woman. From children's clothing to teens and adults, give a gift that gives back this year. When you purchase items from our charity lines, a percentage of that will go to support a variety of charities across the globe. So this holiday, shop with a purpose at the Giving Tree Boutique on Deloge Drive in Deloge. The Giving Tree, where giving is always in style. Belgrade State Bank halftime show. We'll send it down to the field. Our own Jared Pettis once again. This time he's joined by head coach Brendan Spain of the Cardinal Ritter Lions. Coach Spain, we're joined by you as we enter the second half. Uh, how did the conversation go in the locker room heading into this half with the lead 22-6? Uh, conversation went good. Uh, we still some things we need to work on, some things we uh, we didn't do, we didn't execute first half. But getting still, you know, it's all about surviving and advancing. It's a state quarterfinals game. Uh, we we can bark and bite at the kids all we want, man. We only thing we're trying to do is win. What do you want to see differently from your team here in this half? Uh, we just got to execute better. You know, just kind of lock in and focus up on our assignments and uh, just do a better job of just focusing. All righty, Coach. Thank you for your time. Best of luck today. No problem. Thank you. Back to you, Sean. Score 22-6 at half. Jared, thank you very much. You heard it, 22-6, to your score here at halftime. It is the Central Rebels trailing the Cardinal Ritter Lions at the break. And want to let you know to uh, stay tuned for the second half. When we return with the second half, the Central Rebels are going to get the ball as we wrap up the Belgrade State Bank halftime show. Second half action coming up when we return. The winner moves on to the Class 3 semifinals. The loser will see their season come to a close. That's next on the Parkland Sports Leader AM 1240 KFMO. This has been the Belgrade State Bank Halftime Report. Belgrade State Bank is your hometown bank. Hometown pride in Farmington, Deloge, Potosi, Caledonia, or Belgrade. A wise place to do business. Member FDIC. Stay tuned. The second half is next on AM 1240 KFMO. 
folks, this is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Building or remodeling and need new glass shower doors or mirrors? A touch of glass shower doors or more in Bon Terre have been installing custom shower doors since 2010, such as frameless, rain glass, angled shower doors, and much more. Give a touch of glass a call today at 573-358-7228 for a free in-home estimate. That's a touch of glass shower doors and more in Bon Terre, 573-358-7228. Have you ever wanted to shop small but win big? With First State Community Bank, you can. For the next year, First State Community Bank is going to randomly reimburse debit transactions for those who shop at qualifying local businesses. We are giving away $1,000 per month. Find out where to shop and view the official rules at fscb.com backslash shop small win big. fscb.com backslash shop small win big. First State Community Bank, success starts here. Member FDIC. It's everyday savings when you grocery shop at your locally owned Sable Up food stores with locations in Farmington, Park Hills, Bonterre, Potosi, DeSoto, and Perryville. Open seven days a week and everything's always fresh. Your Sable Up food stores are proud to be part of the communities they serve and a proud sponsor of high school sports. Plenty of companies can help you with your home improvement projects, but few offer the skills and resources of 30 plus years in business. Dalton Home Improvement is experienced in exterior projects like doors, windows, siding, and gutters, and interior projects including kitchen and bath remodeling. Dalton Home Improvement can help you from start to finish when you are ready to make improvements on your home or business. Call 314-640-2808 or check them out at daltonhomeimprovements.com. It's high school football time in Rebel Country, and the Riverside Grill in Park Hills is happy to support our area athletes. When the Central Rebels win, you do too at the Riverside Grill in Park Hills with half-price burgers every Tuesday after a Rebel victory. That's right, when the Rebels serve up a victory on Friday night, the Riverside Grill will serve up their delicious, juicy burgers just the way you like it for half the price on Tuesday. Stop by Riverside Grill any day of the week for a menu full of delicious, fresh-cooked meals on East Main Street in Park Hills. To make a positive difference in our community, this is the mission statement of Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Branch manager David Parmley and his staff are proud to be a part of the different communities that they serve. Their employees supply fresh milk and dairy products to local grocery stores and markets that they too shop at. They are proud to support our local communities where they live, work, and raise their families. Prairie Farms Dairy in Park Hills. Hi, this is Corey Schweiss, head coach of the Central Rebels, and you're listening to High School Football on AM 1240 KFMO. Central Rebels with their kickoff return team out on the field. Cardinal Ritter is going to send out their kickoff team here, and the Rebels down 22-6. Going to start with the ball to begin the second half here on AM 1240 KFMO. Sean Malone alongside Jared Pettis bringing you all the action. Dustin Kopp producing the video portion of our broadcast with Zach Pipkin back in the studio on the ones and twos producing the audio portion of our broadcast. 
I want to thank a few of our sponsors for joining us today, including the Walmart Supercenter in Deloge, Graphic Options in Farmington, Bismarck Medical Providers, Leadbelt Stove, Ozark's Modern Insulation in Park Hills, the Riverside Grill located in Park Hills, New Era Bank, along with Bill Bass, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills, a touch of glass in Bonterre, and Andy's Garage located in Park Hills. I feel like the first drive here, for the Central Rebels will be indicative of how the rest of the second half goes. If this doesn't look like a healthy, good drive for Central, I may even go as far to say as they need to score on this drive. They're going to find themselves in a lot of trouble against a very talented Cardinal Ritter team that offensively late in that second quarter kind of started to figure things out a little bit. I think when they got the ball back at midfield, if they had a little more time on the clock to run their full offense, they could have potentially pushed it down the field. Really, those last two drives for Cardinal Ritter, it was backed up deep in their own territory and a 30 seconds on the clock with only one timeout. Short kick returned by Joe Bryant, trying to find a lane to run through, does. There goes Joe Bryant at the numbers, cutting it back inside, wrapped up across the 40 and taken down at the 42-yard line for the Rebels. That's where their drive will begin. We'll bring you the starting lineups once again. Murphy, the quarterback, with Jones, Wagner, and Williams rotating in at running back. The wide receivers are Bryant, Horton, Harlow, and Casey. And the offensive line left to right reads Weinhold, Weiss, Murray, Callaway, and Stewart. The defense for Cardinal Ritter, a 4-3 defensive front, is Reed, Gray, Claiborne, and Edwards on the defensive line. Mixon, McKinley, and McConnell, the linebackers. Riggins, Parker, Burks, and Steed, along with Moore rotating in as the defensive backs. Shelter Insurance bringing you those starting lineups. Proud to be a part of high school sports. We're your shield. Where your shelter. Casey Murphy designed QB run with some room to run as well. He's got the first down, then some extras. He takes it across the 45-yard line on the enemy side of the field and taken down at the 41-yard line. Gain of 18 for Casey Murphy on the first play from scrimmage for the Rebels. Sean, you mentioned that the Rebels need to do something on this drive. You thought, well, I'm I'm in complete agreement with you and two really good plays there, one on the return and two on that QB keeper. Two good plays to get you some good field position here, one play into the drive. Now line up with two receivers to the right and one to the left. A new formation for Central with two running backs in the backfield. We haven't seen a lot of exotic formations from Central in this game like we did last week against Valley Catholic pretty much the entire game. Two claps from Kaysen Murphy trying to get the defense for Cardinal Ritter to jump off sides. They don't bite. He's got the snap. It's another high one, but he pulls it down and gives it to Joe Bryant, who will now reverse field and pick up a block from Murphy. Bryant bounces it to the outside, tripped up, keeps his footing for an extra yard as he's taken down at the 35-yard line. He gets seven on that play. Always dangerous to reverse field. Good job by Central to not commit a hold. Meanwhile for Central, I think one of the best things they can do in this second half is try to see if they can get the ball in the hands of Joe Bryant more in the second half. He did not get it a lot. He's the best playmaker on the Central squad. Second down and four from the 36-yard line on the Lions' side of the 50. Central working left to right on your radio dial, sporting their red alternate uniforms. Another high snap that Murphy keeps this time, and Murphy has it punched out. It's loose on the turf. I don't know who's got it, but based on the reaction from the far sideline, I think Cardinal Ritter just missed a huge opportunity as I saw one of their coaches just throw his hands over his head like, oh, come on. And that ball, that was ripe for the picking for the Cardinal Ritter Lions defense and a lucky break for Central as they've got the first down after a gain of eight from Kaysen Murphy, who almost coughed it up for his second fumble of the game. Remember, he had one on the interception return back in the first half. Two receivers left and right. Murphy with run, one running back in the backfield to his left in Jackson Jones. Keep an eye on that snap from Logan Murray. He's had a couple of high ones throughout this game. Tristan Stewart right now, the right tackle, uprights, 
as Central will now get their offense set. Another high snap, this time kept by Murphy. A stiff arms a defender at the 30. Still trying to get back to the original line of scrimmage. He's met there again. This time he's driven backwards and digging down for a loss of one on the play. It doesn't seem like all that much when you pull it down, but it really disrupts the timing of the offense when Murphy's having to leave his feet every single time the ball is snapped. Logan Murray has had a number of high snaps throughout this game, and pretty much on every snap on this drive, he snapped it high, and Murray's having to pull it down, or Murphy, rather, is having to pull it down. You wonder if at some point it's going to be one of those high ones that goes over the head of Casey Murphy, like on the safety. Yeah, I was about to say. There's a good snap, and Jackson Jones has it, fighting his way forward past the original line of scrimmage, and a few extras. He'll pick up four. We've seen five plays this drive, all runs. And I think that's what Central's got to do, just run, run, run to set up the pass. Eventually, you'll see if you can catch these safeties playing a little bit too much down downhill. Plus, if they're going to have safeties back like Burks on this side, why not keep running the ball? You'll have the numbers advantage in the box, especially if you run with the quarterback Murphy. That's something the North County Raiders did to, to teams all last season. Read option. Murphy keeps it. And he's met at the line of scrimmage and only gets a yard, if that, out of the play. And it'll bring up third down for the Central Rebels offense. Or fourth down, rather. That was third down. They're going to put up fourth and seven. Would you go for it here this early in the second half? I think considering the gusting winds and they haven't done a lot of field goal kicking this year, I think you kind of have to if you're Central. One receiver to the left. And three receivers to the right. Tight end on that side as well. It's an empty set. And they're going to motion the receiver in the left. Casey to the right side. It's an overload that way. Murphy, pump fakes, taking a shot. He's got his receiver. It's Joe Bryant as Murphy threads the needle. And Bryant gets spun to the turf at the 11-yard line. That is a perfect pass from Casey Murphy. I have no idea how he got that through all of the defenders and right into the arms of Joe Bryan, who's got his first catch of the game, enough for a first down as he takes it from the 25-yard line inside the 15 to the 11. Good job of threading the needle by Murphy there, and you mentioned all those runs could be setting up a pass, and there it was through the defense there. Really good play, first and goal. It's actually the second catch of the game, mind you, from Joe Bryant. He had that one that he was short on on the first down. This time he runs the route to the sticks. Pair of receivers left and right. The give to Joe Bryant on the end around. He's trying to find somewhere to run, and he gets spilled out of, or taken down. Makai Mixon in pursuit, just scraping along with him, and eventually he's able to close on Joe Bryant and takes him down for a loss of two on the play. Second down and 12 with the ball in the 13-yard line. The Rebels can still pick up the first if they get it to the one. Wins right, receiver left. Tight end on that right side as well, or excuse me, on the left side. The give, Jackson Jones up the middle, trying to fight his way forward for some extra yardage. Doesn't get much out of it. He picks up that loss two of two and picks up some extra yardage as well, taking it inside the, or to the 10 rather. Third down and nine now coming up, following the gain of three for Jones, who's getting the ball more in the second half offensively. Central will line up two receivers left and two to the right. Jones, the inside receiver on that side. You've got Joe Bryant as the middle of the three receivers. Kendall Horton on the outside. He's got the game's lone touchdown for Central. And whistle's blown. Cardinal Ritter doesn't like the way they're aligned on defense. They're going to have to burn a timeout, and we'll step aside with them. 
The score here, 22-6. Cardinal Ritter out in front of Central on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO. This is Randy Holsey at Flooring Systems. High school sports teaches many lessons that last a lifetime, and that's why we are proud to be a part of high school athletics in the parkland. Stop by or call 573-760-1461. We're Flooring Systems of Farmington, a name you can stand on. Building or remodeling and need new glass shower doors or mirrors? A touch of glass shower doors or more in Bonterre have been installing custom shower doors since 2010, such as frameless, rain glass, angled shower doors, and much more. Give a touch of glass a call today at 573-358-7228 for a free in-home estimate. That's a touch of glass, shower doors, and more in Bonterre, 573-358-7228. A big third down and nine for the Central Rebels. They've got it on the 10-yard line, 614 left to go in the third quarter. This is the opening drive of the quarter. They send Wagner in motion out of the backfield. Empty set. Casey Murphy's going to keep it up the middle. Murphy breaks a couple tackles. Dives! Does he have the end zone? He's got the first down either way, and he will score. Casey Murphy! What a touchdown. I thought he was wrapped up and going to be stopped. He somehow squeezed free and found a lane to run through for the touchdown. 22-12, your score. I imagine we'll see the Rebels going for two. See if they can get it here. They've been unable to get the two-point conversion on both attempts. A really good play by Murphy to get right up the middle, fight through, use the power, and then dive into the end zone with a man on his back. A really good play to use your core muscles to keep your knees off the ground. So the touchdown, an 11-yard touchdown, and the Central Rebels set to go for two. Two receivers on either side, wide splits for the offensive line. Murphy, he's just going to run it again, taking it up the middle. He's stopped, extra push from the offensive line. will carry Kaysen Murphy into the end zone for the two-point conversion. That is exactly the start to the second half the Central Rebels needed if they want to come back in this one. Two-point try is good. It's a 22-14 contest. The defense, however, they need to make some plays as well as Cardinal Ritter with the lead is going to get the ball when we return after this on AM 1240 KFMO. Do you need help in your home? A1 Home Care is a locally owned and operated home care service. We offer personal care, homemaker duties, respite, and nurse visits. You can also have a family member perform your care through consumer-directed services. Call our office today at 358-7755 in Bonterre for a free consultation. We are the heart of home care in the heartland. Call A1 Home Care in Bonterre at 573-358-7755. Coming broadcast schedule, the Bullpen Sports Grill, 1500 East Main Street in Lettington. Visit the Bullpen for delicious food, fun, and games, and watch sporting events on one of their big screens in a family-friendly atmosphere. Visit the Bullpen in Lettington. Right now the score here, 22-14. to 14. Across the way on the opposite side of Park Hills, Jared, you'll have Mineral Area College playing a little bit later on today. And then on Monday, it's the Arcadia Valley Basketball Tournament, the 96th edition of the Arcadia Valley basketball tournament to start the season with a girls game being thrown into the mix this year we'll have coverage of all nine of those contests on am 1240 kfmo short kick cardinal ritter is able to take it to the 44 yard line that's where their drive will begin with a first down and 10 and we'll see what cardinal ritter's got going on offensively as it was a good second half or second quarter rather for cardinal ritter especially when 
you know, Carson Boyd had that incredible touchdown pass to Ryan Boyd, who caught it on a dive. But one thing we really haven't seen is a lot of big plays from Frederick Moore other than that carry for 60 yards. you got to wonder it's a matter of when, not if. Moore gets it on the jet sweep. That's that same one that got him that 60-yard run. He's got a convoy of blockers in front of him, but he gets stuffed by Joe Bryant. He's able to twist off of him, however, and fall forward for the gain of first. Joe Bryant had him at a gain of eight, but Moore showing the balance, able to just kind of roll with Bryant and roll for a first down as well. Really good play from Moore there. And a good job, too, to spin off of that tackle. He looked like he was wrapped up and, and the you know, it would have been a second down play there, but he just pushed off of him. Good play. Gain of 11. First down and 10. Cardinal Ritter, they're in Central Rebel territory on the far side hash, 45-yard line, sporting their road white uniforms, maroon helmet, and maroon pants as well. CRCP standing for Cardinal Ritter College Prep, emblazoned in LSU-style numbers on either side of the helmet. A run up the middle for Burks, and he is wrapped up and taken down after a short gain of four on the play. Burks, other than the first carry of the game for 23 yards, has been kept in check relatively throughout this contest. He's got eight carries for 35 yards so far today. So it's not like he's had a huge game offensively. He does have that two-yard touchdown. However, that came following that 60-yard run for Frederick Moore. Second down and seven, under five minutes to go, third quarter. Cardinal Ritter will send three receivers out to the left, one to the right. Shotgun formation for the quarterback, McKay is back to pass, but whistles are going to blow, and it's a false start on the offense. So that will back up Cardinal Ritter five yards and put him behind the sticks. Instead of second and seven, it's going to be second down and 13, or 15, or 12, rather. There's a reason I work in radio, folks. <laughs> Good break for Central there. They've had a couple of those just little miscues from Cardinal Ritter that have put the Rebels, or put the Lions, rather, behind the sticks and given the Rebels a chance to be a little more aggressive on defense. Cannon Harlow out there as the corner in coverage on the near side matched up against Frederick Moore. He was limping at the end of the first half. He seems to be doing all right so far, but if I'm Cardinal Ritter and I notice that, I'm taking a shot against him. They're taking a shot that way, and it's too deep. Incomplete overshooting everybody. Antoine McKay Jr., the quarterback, will bring you the starters for the Ritter, the Cardinal Ritter Lions offense and the Central Rebels defense. McKay, the quarterback, with Burks, the running back. Carter, Boyd, and Moore, the wide receivers. Carson Boyd, by the way, will rotate in at quarterback throughout this game as well. The offensive line left to right, Jackson, Siebert, Miller, Chambers, and Stockyard with Winner Johnson, the tight end. Defense for the Rebels, Murray, Rasnick, and Callaway, the defensive line. Schweiss, Jones, Stewart, and Williams, the linebackers, with Wagner and Harlow, the corners, and Murphy and Bryant, the safety. Shelter Insurance bringing you those starting lineups. 419 to go, third down and 12, Cardinal Ritter, play fake. McKay drops back to pass he's under pressure and steps up in the pocket and he'll be taken down as he got past the line of scrimmage a few extra yards as a flag comes in at the end are they going to get jackson jones for something there the way he's walking back it looks like it will be on central well he made the tackle and unless he got a hold of the face mask or something i don't know what the penalty is going to be it is a face mask on jackson jones and well there's a break right back for cardinal ritter as the Rebels are going to give them the first down after they had the stop on fourth down and eight it was going to be. Oh, it's only the five-yard variety, in fact. So it's a redo of the downs, and it'll be third down and three as opposed to first down and ten even deeper in enemy territory. 
Ball is respotted on the 38-yard line. Two receivers left, tight end receiver right. McKay, he's got a running back to his left in Burks and a shotgun. And he gives it to Burks on the read option up the middle. Burks has the first down, then some extra, continuing to fight forward. And finally bullies his way to the 25-yard line before he goes down. Good job by Burks right up the middle. Great blocking from the O-line to get him some room. And then using his body, gets a first down. This is one of those drives that it's looking good at points for Central, but you know that third down penalty gave a, uh, another chance for Cardinal Ritter to convert, and now they're knocking on the door with first and 10 on the 25-yard line. A pair of receivers left, tight end receiver on the right-hand side. McKay with the running back to his left as Sloan checks into our contest. And they'll get a new play from the far sideline with six seconds left to go on the play clock. Cardinal Ritter's going to have to get lined up quickly here. And no, it's going to be a penalty before the, in fact, a false start on the offense once again, backing them up another five yards. That'll push them back out of the red zone to the 30. Cardinal Ritter shooting themselves in the foot now twice on this drive. They were able to overcome it the first time. We'll see what happens the second time. More in the slot on the near side. You've got an outside receiver there and a tight end receiver opposite. The give to Sloan up the middle. He's tackled at the legs. Ty Schweiss takes him down back at the original line of scrimmage. He gets the five yards back on that penalty. Three minutes left to go in the third quarter. If anything, for Cardinal Ritter, this is a time-consuming drive. That being said, it's only a one-possession game. So that'll mean a lot if Cardinal Ritter can cap this drive off with a score. If they can't, however, and the Rebels can get a stop and get the ball back without allowing points to Cardinal Ritter, that may be for not. Receiver left. Trips bunch to the right. McKay with a running back to his left in Sloan. He gives it to him, trying to get the edge on the right-hand side and does. Turns up the far sideline, spilled out of bounds. Where does he go? Out. And he's got the first down after the gain of 11 on the play. It was a good job to tippy-toe across the first down line before going out of bounds. That'll move the sticks. We'll set up a first down and 10 from the 14-yard line. And Mason Williams going to hop off, favoring that left leg where his ankle is heavily taped. That's going to be a tough loss for the Central Rebels on defense as he's been a really good player for them down the stretch here these last few weeks. Cardinal Ritter will flip the formation. The trips bunches to the left-hand side of the formation with one receiver all alone in the right. It's Ryan Boyd. McKay gives Burks met in the backfield, showing off that Ole Miss strength that he'll be taking to the SEC next year as he churns his leg forward after being met behind the line of scrimmage. Wound up picking up a yard out of this play, I believe. Uh, no, actually, he just got back to the original line of scrimmage. Ball just barely past the 15-yard line, so no gain on the play for Burks, but not a loss either. Two receivers out wide to the left. One of them is the tight end, winner Johnson. Pair of receivers out to the right as well. McKay continues to operate the offense under two minutes to go in the third quarter with an eight-point lead. He's going to take a shot at the end zone. Moore pulls it in, and he easily steps into the end zone. Moore had some good separation on Cannon Harlow, but it's a holding on the offense that will negate the touchdown. There's a break for the Central Rebels. That was a lapse in defensive coverage there. Left a man wide open who tiptoed in, 
but fortunate for the Rebels, an offensive foul brings it back. Yeah, I don't know what the coverage was supposed to be for Central, but they gave way too much space for Frederick Moore at the goal line. He caught it at about the two or three, and no one was around him for five to seven yards. He maybe had the easiest touchdown of his season so far. He's got 20 heading into today. And that will back up Cardinal Ritter, and instead of a touchdown, it's going to be a second down and about 20 yards to go for the first. They can still pick up that first if they get to about the four-yard line. Pair of receivers left and right. Moore on the bottom of the formation closest to us. Again, matched up against Cannon Harlow. That's been a good matchup so far this game. Moore across the middle. He's covered. And now his quarterback, McKay, bails out of the pocket and throws it out of the back of the end zone incomplete, trying to find Ryan Boyd, who was floating around back there. Joe Bryant was in the area as well, so he might have had a chance to make a play on it if they did take a shot at the end zone. Incomplete pass will bring up third down and 20 either way. I'm surprised they didn't run on that play. I know it was second and 20, but if you could at least get it closer to the end zone, closer to the original line of scrimmage, then maybe go for another pass. The run has been working for Cardinal Ritter in this drive. Yeah, and the, the passing game has not. Their last couple passes throughout this game, ever since the 26-yard touchdown for McKay, and these are just McKay's passes, but gain of one, loss of seven, and three incomplete passes. They'll line up with a running back to the right of McKay and Burks. Two receivers left. Moore, the inside receiver on the slot on that side. Under pressure is McKay. Steps up in the pocket, resets it, and gets more time. Gets a defense to bite. Now he can take it up the field. He's wrapped up at the 15 and taken down. Who what? Ty Schweiss with the open field tackle. And that will bring up fourth down and about 10 yards to go for the first for Cardinal Ritter. If they have any semblance of a kicking game, this would be a huge opportunity to try the field goal. But if not, this is a big chance for the Central Rebels, like they did in the first quarter, to get a big fourth down stop deep in their own territory. Cardinal Ritter breaks huddle. They're going to go for it. Two receivers to the right. Two to the left. And a running back in the backfield to the left of McKay in Burks. They're going to send the slot receiver Carter in motion left to right, making it trips on that far side of the field. It's fourth down and 10. Got to get to the four-yard line. Back to pass. McKay steps up in the pocket. Now he's going to dump it off, and it's intercepted by the Central Rebels. Picked off, and Central gets it past the original line of scrimmage. It's Ty Schweiss. Coach Corey Schweiss's son takes it away, and the Central Rebels will take over deep in their own territory the defense will stand tall ty schweiss he's had himself an incredible game here in a class three state quarterfinal the, the right time to be having a real good game and he picks up an interception there what a play 37.2 though to go in the third quarter so the central rebels down by a score now have a chance if they can score here a two-point conversion is the only thing that would separate them from tying the game Two receivers to the right on oh, a false start on the offense. Right guard Sammy Callaway, who's been one of the best linemen in the area this season, just jumped early and showed his hand as well. He was attacking forward. That's a run play that Central had called. And it will back up the Rebels' offense five yards. First down and 15 for the Central Rebels. Now on their own 11-yard line, so they're going to have to go quite the distance if they want to put points up on the board on this drive. Two running backs in the backfield on either side of Case and Murphy. One of them is Joe Bryant. He's going to dump it off to Bryant on a swing pass. Bryant 
Lowers his shoulder, keeps his footing as he's spun off by a defender. No whistle from the officials. Brian up the near sideline, past the 40, and finally taken down. How about the balance of Joe Bryant? He got hit, he got spun to the turf, but he kept his knees off the ground and gave credit to the officials. There have been some calls missed on both sides that either side hasn't been happy with, but the official did not blow the whistle dead there, and that's why Bryant's at the 40 now instead of what could have been just a play right back to the line of scrimmage. And that's the right call, too. He looked he, it looked like the play was dead there, and he just stuck his arm down, stood up, and ran. He was he had a good slot, two to run on the near sideline. Gain of 32 for Joe Bryant. First down and 10 from the 43. Central will run a play. It's Murphy who gets wrapped up up high and taken down. No flag comes flying in, and that will take us to the end of the third quarter following the gain of six on the play for Casey Murphy to set up a second and four from the Rebels' 49-yard line. Fourth quarter coming up when we return. The Rebels... Down eight, 22 to 14 to the Lions on KFMO. Everybody's going to paradise in your own backyard with home pools and spa in lettington at home pools and spa they are a family owned and operated business that believes in quality products great value and excellent customer service they specialize in above ground pools in ground pools and relaxing spas from chemicals pumps and liners to toys and umbrellas home pools and spa is there to help keep your pool ready all season long home pools and spa because home is where the fun is on the outer service road in lettington Leadbelt Pump and Supply in Park Hills is happy to sponsor high school sports. Remember, if you need contract drilling, they have over 30 years of experience to help you. Since 1968, Leadbelt Pump and Supply has been serving their community with authorized sales and service and a reputation for quality. You'll find Leadbelt Pump and Supply at 204 East Elvins in Park Hills or give them a call at 573-431-2476. Leadbelt Pump and Supply, wishing all of our area teams good luck. Score at the end of three, 22 to 14, fourth quarter here, 12 minutes up on the clock. The Rebels down by a score. Winner of this one plays the winner of Pleasant Hill and Maryville. Pleasant Hill leads 35 to 22 at the end of the third quarter. They're going to fake on a jet sweep, and it's a keeper by Cason Murphy, who's wrapped up right about the spot necessary for the first. As he takes it across the 50, gets a few extra yards, he's got it on a friendly spot from the officials. He'll pick up five yards on that run. And Cason Murphy... He, I mentioned Nolan Reed before. He is not Nolan Reed's size. Seldom you find a quarterback that is Nolan Reed's size. He was like 6'4", 215 pounds, give or take. Jason Murphy, 5'10", 175, but he is a tough runner at quarterback. Maybe doesn't have quite the strength that Nolan Reed had, but I, I almost want to say it's not too far off. Nolan Reed was unbelievable. He was like Cam Newton when he was running. But Cason Murphy, very powerful on his own right. And the Rebels are going to jump off sides. Uh, two players for Central flinch. Joe Bryan, who's lined up in the backfield. And Cason Murphy, who's the slot receiver on the opposite side of the field from us. And for the second time on this drive, not too dissimilar from Cardinal Ritter when they last had the ball. The Central Rebels get a first down, but immediately commit their second false start of the drive. And have put themselves behind the sticks with that play. Two receivers right, one to the left. Two backs in the backfield, one on either side of the quarterback, Murphy. He'll give it to Joe Bryan, who has a lane to run through. Bryan bounces it to the outside, tries to reverse back inside in between the hash and the numbers. He got that penalty yardage back plus a few extra. Going to be a pickup of seven yards on the play, second down and eight coming up. I think Bryant would have had more, but a diving defensive lineman just grabbed his jersey and yanked him down. So the... 
This Cardinal Ritter defense is so quick as Mason Williams is going to limp his way off the field once again. He's trying to be out there to play, but that can be a huge difference in this game if this game does get tied as Williams is the kicker. And you hope that his ankle is okay enough. It's his left ankle, not his right, but you hope he can still potentially kick in this game. That's his plant leg. Cason Murphy runs with it, wrapped up, taken down. Not much doing on that run. He picks up three. It'll bring up a third down and manageable for the Rebels. We'll call it third and six. You got to wonder at what point are the Rebels going to take another shot down the field? Maybe not here on third and six. I treat this as four down territory, but... This is kind of not too dissimilar from the opening drive of the game for Central. I think well, They we... were just kind of little short things, dinking, dunking, short runs, before eventually taking a shot down the field. That was to Kendall Horton for the game's first touchdown. Play fake, swing pass near side, it falls incomplete. They were trying to get it on a screen to Joe Bryant, and I don't know if it went off the back of the left tackle, Nathan Weinhold, or one of the defenders for Cardinal Ritter, Isaiah Edwards was in the area, but it falls incomplete and brings a fourth down and six. That's a play that is a staple of the Central Rebels offense that has just simply not been there this afternoon. It was Edwards breaking through the line and just swatting it down. Good play by Edwards. And a fourth down and six. This is a big play here for both the Rebels and the Lions. Ball's on the 43-yard line, just under 10 minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Central down by eight. Murphy to pass, middle of the field. He's got Cannon Harlow open, but he dropped it. Cannon Harlow had a touchdown if he reeled it in at the 20, but he bobbles it, and it falls incomplete, and it's a turnover on downs. Cardinal Ritter's going to take over with 9.53 left to go. Oh, what a break for the Lions. That's that shot that I was talking about. You run, run, run to try to set up something exactly like that, and Cannon Harlow just could not reel it in. He had about two yards separation between him and the closest defender on the play. It's just one of those situations where you talked about a perfect game for Central to win against Cardinal Ritter, and that's just a play that has to be made there if you want to get closer, trailing 22-14. Here comes Cardinal Ritter. QB Boyd wrapped up, taken down after a short gain of a about three, maybe four on the play. Kind of got picked up on either end and dragged backwards by the Central Rebels defense. And it is a gain of three for Boyd, who has re-entered the contest. Again, it's a rotation between him and McKay. And you know, with Festus, they rotated their quarterbacks strictly on a drive-by-drive basis. Meanwhile, for Cardinal Ritter, they do it entirely depending on how the flow of the game is going. If one player is playing better than the other, they're going to stick with him. If the situation calls for a quarterback like Boyd, they'll put him out there like they have here. Low snap, tosses it on a sweep to Moore. Met in the backfield a couple times, bounces off all those tackles, turns it upfield for a gain of maybe three on the play. It'll bring up a third down and five yards to go for the first. For Cardinal Ritter as the Rebels looking to get a stop. And Moore does such a good job in the backfield of using his head and eyes to see what's open and also using the speed to get around defenders that are attacking towards him. And the balance as well. He got hit a couple times behind the line of scrimmage, and most wide receivers are going down after taking hits like that. Moore not slowing down in the slightest. He'll be the slot receiver on the far side of the field. 
Twin receivers to the right as well. Ritter with a shotgun formation for the quarterback, Boyd, who's got a running back to his left. Boyd, back to pass, swatted down at the line of scrimmage. It's Tristan Stewart who came in on a blitz. And that'll bring up a fourth down and five. And I imagine with the lead being in favor of Cardinal Ritter, we'll see the punt team come onto the field, and we do. What a play by Tristan Stewart. Swinging with his arms. He was off the ground by at least two feet and just swung and hit it perfectly. I think if you're Coach Twice, you maybe would have liked an interception there, but at the speed and closeness that he was with the quarterback, I don't think there's any way you get the interception. Swatting it down, though, and forcing a uh, fourth down, that's exactly what you want. That's it. You're just trying to get in the way of the ball. If you get the interception on a play like that, it's basically just a bonus. Two back deep to return for the Central Rebels. It's Bryant and Murphy. And the punt is going to one hop, and Joe Bryant will take it on the second hop and look to reverse field to the far side. Bryant evades an ankle tackle, bounces out to the outside, and taken down at about the 24-yard line. That's where the drive will begin for the Central Rebels. And if you're Cardinal Ritter, Joe Bryant getting the ball and breaking one tackle, you have to feel lucky that he only got it to the 24-yard line on the Rebels' side of the 50. This could easily be a touchdown or on the 24-yard line on the Lions' side of the 50. 22-14 your score, 8.46 left to go. It's a good time for Central. They don't have to get out of their offense yet, and even if they don't score on this drive here, they're not necessarily pressed up against the clock. They trail by eight in a one-possession game. Twin receivers right and two backs in the backfield. Read option. Casey Murphy keeps it, weaves his way through defenders, fighting his way forward past the 30, and a pickup of nine, maybe 10 on the play. It'll be close to a first down. It's a good run by Murphy there. In this situation, Sean, you mentioned they don't necessarily have to have a touchdown on this drive. They'll still have time. What they can't afford is false starts and to be moved back. Yes. We've seen both teams doing that here. As right now on the far side of the field, they have first down signal, but they haven't moved the sticks. So someone's confused on that far side of the field whether or not it's a first down and 10 or it's second down and inches. And the officials are going to blow the whistle for a timeout. They'll bring this out for a measurement. I want to thank a few of our sponsors, including the Central School District, Belgrade State Bank, Sam Sism Ford in Park Hills, Flooring Systems in Farmington, Gilster Mary Lee, Dunlap Automotive in Park Hills, along with Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, your local Save-A-Lot food stores, home pools and spas in Park Hills, Farmers Insurance Agent Leslie Nelson in Farmington, The Giving Tree in Deloge, Pretzel Pretzel in Farmington, the Family Fun Center located in Bonterre and Pettis, Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram located in Farmington, And the Central Rebels, as they extend the chain, are going to be short by one, if not two, inches. No, they got the first down. I thought they were short by a little bit there. Granted, I'm looking on an angle, but I don't know. I thought it was one of those it's not close enough to even consider it. But, okay, first down for the Central Rebels. That one surprised me a little bit. It surprised me as well. Central will take it. That looked at at least three inches short. First down and 10 for the Rebels. Cason Murphy will make his way into the formation as Central is lined up with two receivers to the right and one to the left. Two backs in the backfield once again. Central's used this formation quite a lot throughout the second half with Jones to the left of Murphy and Bryant to his right. They'll give it to Bryant as he follows Jackson Jones up the middle, but he's swallowed up by Bryce Gray and driven backwards. Gray, one of the interior defensive linemen for the Cardinal Ritter Lions. 
And that's been the theme a couple times throughout this game is runs up the middle. They've gotten positive yardage for Central. Seldom have they lost yardage. But it hasn't really been many big plays. We haven't seen one really since that run of 18 yards for Kaysen Murphy back in the first half really break for a long run. In fact, Kaysen has the only three carries for longer than 10 yards in this game, at least for the Central Rebels. Murphy will roll to the far side of the field. The lefty taking a shot down the sideline. It's incomplete as he overshoots his intended receiver, Cannon Harlow. It was a little out of bounds, too. It would have been tough for Harlow to get that and keep his feet in. And that will bring up a third down and seven with the incomplete pass. Something that in the situation we're in with the clock ticking down, now obviously the clock stops because of an incomplete pass. But trailing, too, is central. I'd like to see more passing plays, but again, with the wind how it is, it's awfully tough when you're throwing downfield with the wind to your back. Murphy, when the Rebels lining up on offense... They'll have three receivers to the left. Wagner in the backfield as he enters the contest. One receiver all alone on the far side of the field as Cardinal Ritter is showing blitz. They're going to move Caden Casey out a little bit wider. He's the inside receiver on those strips on the near side. Cannon Harlow swing pass to him. It falls incomplete. And they were trying to set up some kind of hook and lateral with Harlow. That one clanking off his hands. He was supposed to catch it and toss it to Wagner, who was going to turn it up the near sideline. And with that incomplete pass, it's fourth and seven. And a big decision for the Rebels. Do they go for it and potentially relinquish a short field to Cardinal Ritter, or do they try to punt it away? They're lined up in a shotgun set. Murphy's also the punter. If he's going to punt, he's going to back up a couple yards. Look for Ty Schweiss here. He just came in on the near side. And Murphy will just punt it away, and Cardinal Ritter will just let it go as it hops across the 30, rolls across the 20, Past the 15, keep going for the Central Rebels inside the 10, and finally stops at about the 7.5-yard line. I think the wind was kind of guiding that ball a little bit further as well as it's whipping quite a bit from right to left. And that ball, it should have probably slowed down a couple of yards ago, but it just kept rolling and rolling. You can't help but think that it was the wind at the backs doing that. And now with that, that's going to set up a first down and 10 on the 8-yard line for Cardinal Ritter. And following a good punt from Casey Murphy, flipping the field. If Central can get a stop here, they're going to get the ball back with some decent field position. First, they've got to get a stop, however. Cardinal Ritter, meanwhile, seven minutes left to go. It'll be hard to see if they can eat up all seven minutes of clock. But I imagine we'll see a heavy dosage of Marvin Burks on this drive. The give to Burks. He's wrapped up, spins off of it, however, and goes down for some positive yardage. Oh, he was met in the backfield. He got hit hard, but kept his feet moving and fell forward for what was originally going to be a tackle at the line of scrimmage. He turns it into a gain of five. When you have a running back or wide receiver or quarterback, whatever it is that can bounce off of would-be tacklers, it's like it's gold. Well, especially falling forward on every play which we've seen for the most part for cardinal ritter is every time they get the ball and they get hit they're getting that extra one to in that case five yards by falling forward and not being driven backwards play fake keeper the quarterback boyd splits defenders at the 50 the 40s wrapped up and taken down huge run from carson boyd from his own 13-yard line, he takes it across the 50, past the 40, to the 37-yard line on the Rebels' side of the field. A massive run, and that's something you don't want if you're central. There is still time if a touchdown is scored, but 
and it's going to be a three-possession game, and that's not ideal this late here in an elimination game. Boyd with a gain of 50. Central allows a score here. It's going to be two possessions because they trail by eight, and that will put them in a lot of trouble. Trips bunch lined up tight to the left. One receiver all alone to the right. Burks at quarterback gives it to, or excuse me, Boyd gives it to Burks. Now Burks up the far sideline. Was he out of bounds? Officials are going to say no. He dives for the end zone, and he's in. Touchdown Central thought that Burks was out. It's going to be a touchdown for Cardinal Ritter, and that will stretch the lead to 28-14 to with a PAT or two-point try coming up for the Lions. And give credit to Burks there. I thought he was out of bounds, but he kept his feet and stretched for the end zone with the dive and got in. Cardinal Ritter will ask for the ball to be spotted on the left side hash as they'll look to go for two. Trying to stretch this lead to 30-14. to 14. One way or another, it's a two-possession game now after back-to-back big plays from Cardinal Ritter. A run of 50 yards for Carson Boyd and Burks with a 36-yard touchdown. Lone receiver to the right is Moore. He's matched up against Hakeem Wagner. Boyd, low snap, play fake, back to pass, swings it out to his running back. Sloan takes it into the end zone for the two-point conversion. 30-14, to 14, your score. It's a 16-point lead for Cardinal Ritter over Central with 5.56 left to go in the fourth quarter. Central's going to have to make something happen fast when we return after this on AM 1240 KFMO. The employees and staff at your hometown Walmart Supercenter in Deloge are proud to support our local high school students and staff Proud to be a part of our area high school sports and proud of our local athletes. Walmart Supercenter in Deloge congratulates the Central Rebels on their district football championship and wishes them the best of luck in the state playoffs. No matter what, you have the support of Walmart Supercenter in Deloge. Save money, live better. That's the Walmart Supercenter in Deloge. High School Football on KFMO is brought to you by Leadbelt Stove and Fireplace and Ozark Modern Insulation in Park Hills. Bill Best, American Family Insurance Agent in Park Hills, Dalton Home Improvement in Park Hills, Mineral Area College in Park Hills, and the Bullpen Sports Grill in Lettington. Kickoff out of bounds. Central Rebels will get it down by 16, 5.56 to go. They've got to get a score. They've got to get the ball back, get another score, and they have to convert on two, two two-point conversions to come back in this one as well. That's what made that stop there so huge. Again, Mason Williams, he's been sporting that left ankle a little bit, especially as this game has gone on. But if you're able if he was able to get the uh, you know, still kick, it gives you the option of the PAT. But now you're gonna have to go for two either way on potentially both touchdowns that you need. Casey Murphy wrapped up and sacked in the backfield. Bryce Gray with the sack for Cardinal Ritter, and it's a loss of three on the play. That is not the start on this drive the Central Rebels needed. A play from a, a really good offensive line today for Central. Well, now Cardinal Ritter, knowing that Central needs to make something happen in a hurry, they can kind of pin their ears back a little bit and get aggressive. Not have to worry as much about gap control if 
Jason Murphy tucks and runs okay. He'll allow that run for yardage as long as he gets tackled inbounds. Murphy rolls left, pass tipped, and is it intercepted? No, it falls incomplete. Oh, it was off the fingertips of Joe Bryant as Casey Murphy tried to lob it over the top of the defender to him, but that almost tipped the ball into the midst of the defensive back, Malik Riggins, who is coming in trying to make a play. Central real lucky there that he was unable to dive and get that one. I think he got his hands on it. We're screened by the sideline of the Central Rebels over here on the near side, but just a tough play, not able to come up with that one. Three receivers left, one to the right, running back in Jones next to the quarterback, Murphy. Murphy rolls far side, one-on-one, looking for his receiver out there, Caden Casey. He's got it, tumbles out of bounds. Clock will stop momentarily following the gain of 15 on the play to take it across the 45-yard line to the 47. Huge first down there for Central. They need to start picking up the pace, though. 5.05 to go in regulation. Now the clock is stopped because they went out of bounds. I I expect to see more of those passes towards the sidelines. First down and 10 on the 47-yard line here in the fourth quarter. Central lined up. Working right to left in this fourth quarter. Murphy rolls towards us. He's got time in the pocket. No one gets open, however, so he's forced to just tuck and run. Takes it up the middle. And he is sandwiched and taken down across the 50 to the opposing 48-yard line as he'll pick up about five yards on that run. Good run. That takes the clock down to 445 and ticking. That's the issue, and that's why, you know, you're okay if you're Cardinal Ritter giving up gap control because if Casey Murphy takes off and runs, even if he gets the first down, the clock will only stop while they reset the sticks there. The clock down, runs down to four and a half left to go, and Murphy gets it. And he's going to run, trying to pick up that first down. Stiff arms the defender, taking up the near sideline, get upended at the 35 and down at the 34-yard line. That will pause the clock momentarily while they reset the sticks. Gives Central time to call a play before the clock starts rolling. Now it does move. Sticks are ready, under 4.18 to go. Gain of about 14. Three receivers right, one to the left. Cason Murphy in the shotgun set with a running back to his right and Jackson Jones. Murphy claps, high snap, pulls it down with one hand. They connect on that little tunnel screen to Joe Bryant finally, but it's snuffed out after a short gain on the play as he picks up seven. That's the first time they've been able to successfully run that play throughout this contest, and it comes with under four minutes left to go in the fourth quarter. Second down and four coming up for the Rebels offense. Casey and Harlow, the receivers to the left. Bryant and Horton, the receivers to the right. Murphy gives it to Jackson Jones right up the middle, fighting his way, trying to get the first down, and he does. That will stop the clock momentarily. It would have been huge for Cardinal Ritter if he was stopped just shy as they'll move the sticks. Most first downs we've seen some from Central on a single drive, and this one at three. And Cardinal Ritter is okay with that, as long as they don't allow the big play down the field. There's a shot at the end zone. It's a little underthrown, and it's incomplete. Central looking for a flag. They're not going to get the call. Caden Casey was underthrown to him a little bit. And Parker, the corner in coverage, I don't know if he got his head around to make a play, but I think with how underthrown that was, they're not going to throw the flag there. It's just a straight incomplete pass. They'll bring up a second down and 10 from the 24-yard line. Empty set is Jones is the slot receiver to the left. Three receivers to the right. Murphy, back to pass, steps up in the pocket, evades a sack, taking a shot at the end zone. He's got Bryant. Bryant's got the touchdown. 
Joe Bryan with 3.22 left to go in the fourth quarter. A chance for the Central Rebels to cut this to a one-score game, but they need to convert on the two-point try to do so. They've been good for one so far in this one. Need another one here. They've had some mixed results on these two-point tries. If you remember back in the beginning of the game, they did not convert on that first one. Or the second and one. Here comes the swinging gate formation, something we have not seen for Central throughout this game. And keep an eye on Ty Schweiss. He's all the way opposite the swinging gate. The gate's towards us. Ty Schweiss is lined up at the 20-yard line. Cardinal Ritter sees him kind of mulling around out there, and they'll send a corner out there in coverage. It's more. They send Casey Murphy in motion, side snap, pass to Ty Schweiss on a lateral, and Schweiss will just reverse it back to this side to Joe Bryant. Bryant back to Schweiss on the far side. Schweiss pump fakes. He's going to take off and run. Ty Schweiss lowers his shoulder, and he's in. Oh, my goodness. You talk about creativity. Coach Schweiss might have spent the last 19 years of his career drawing up that play. <laughs> we are talking about multiple laterals back and forth on opposite sides of the field. And his son, Ty Schweiss, takes it in for the two-point conversion to make it a 30-22 to ball game. Central will kick it back to Cardinal Ritter when we return. Will it be an onside kick or a standard kickoff? Stay tuned to the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. The Family Fun Center is open and now under new management. Great atmosphere, good clean fun for the whole family. Bowling, arcade games, go-karts, bumper boats, bounce houses, and so much more. It's the perfect place for a birthday party, family game night, group outings, or just come hang out with us and have some great food and lots of fun. The Family Fun Center, open Wednesday through Sunday, located right off Highway 67 on Old Orchard Road in Bonterre. The Family Fun Center, putting family back into family fun. Well, I imagine we'll see an onside kick here coming from Mason Williams, who is limping as he takes his steps back to line up his approach. The onside kick received by Cardinal Ritter cleanly. Jamaris Sadler came forward inside the 10 yards, which if you're going to do that, you got to secure it because Central can't touch it if it doesn't go 10 yards unless you touch it first. He falls on it. He's got it, but the Central Rebels are in good position here. I guess not good position. They're trailing, but this isn't a terrible spot to be in. There's 321 left to go in the ball game. It's a one-score game, 30-22, to 22, and they have all three timeouts still. So even if they allow a first down to Cardinal Ritter, there's still enough time where they're not necessarily in trouble. Boyd into our contest late. Operating as the quarterback, he gives it to Burks, trying to get the edge. Burks does as he hurdles a defender. Takes it back inside at the 30. Spun down to the turf there. What a run from Marvin Burks on the first play from this drive. As he takes it deep into Central Rebel territory. First down and 10 coming up for Cardinal Ritter. Check the gain of 18 on the play. Check the out-of-town scoreboard. St. Mary's just returned a kick. It's 41-34 Dragons. 9.09 left to play in that one as they lead Hillsborough in a Class 4 state quarterfinal. Carson Boyd, the sophomore quarterback, with a running back to his right in Burks. I imagine we'll see a lot of the Ole Miss commit on this drive. They give it to Burks. He's met at the original line of scrimmage, and now he's going to be pulled backwards by the Central Rebels' defensive line. They get a stop. 
And we got a timeout taken on the field by the Central Rebels as well with 2.37 left to go. It'll be a second down and 10 when we return after this. The Central Rebels need a stop. They're down by eight in the Class 3 quarterfinals on AM 1240 KFMO. Family nurse practitioner Kim Weiss of Bismarck Medical Providers is taking new patients. Bismarck Medical Providers is located on Cedar Street in Bismarck, and they offer primary care, sick visits, and so many more services. The goal of Bismarck Medical Providers is to provide health care to our local community while keeping the cost of health care affordable so that people can sustain healthy lives. Schedule your appointment or for more information, call 573-200-8030 or online at BismarckMedical.com. Central Rebels trail by eight, 30 to 22. Cardinal Ritter's got the ball on the 30-yard line. Burks, after a big run on first down for 18 yards to set up another first and 10, got stopped at the line of scrimmage for second down and 10 coming up. You've got Carson Boyd in at quarterback, and he's got a receiver to his right, trips bunch to his left, Burks offset to his right. Give to Burks, trying to get the edge. Does Burks up the far sideline. There he goes. Burks will stride his way in for the touchdown. And that might do it with two and a half left to go. It's a 36-22 lead for Cardinal Ritter. That one may be the dagger, Sean. That's not ideal for Central. 2.30 left. I mean, there is still time, but you need a miracle. That's it, especially because Central's going to need a quick score, something they've seldom had throughout this game with the speed that Cardinal Ritter has. Then they're going to have to get the ball back on an onside kick. And depending on what Cardinal Ritter does here, they might have to convert two two two-point conversions once again as Cardinal Ritter will once again line up to go for two. How about Carson Boyd coming in late in the game and giving it off to his running back, Burks as Burks might have ran his team in for a victory. Carson Boyd in the backfield with Sloan. He's going to throw a jump ball corner of the end zone, knocked away by Hakeem Wagner, incomplete. That will keep us at the score, 36-22. Rebels with two and a half left to go and two timeouts. Need to make something happen in a hurry when we return after this on the Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240 KFMO. Are you building a new home? If so, you need to know the importance of insulation and the long-term effects it can have on your home and your finances. Insulating a home to the highest standards does cost you a few thousand more dollars, but those additional costs are typically recovered in energy savings in just the first few years, leaving you with more money in your savings for years to come. This is Lance Secrets at Ozarks Modern Insulation. We are the experts in this industry, and we can steer you and your family in the right direction on your new home. Find us online at ozarkinsulation.com. The kickoff grabbed by Hakeem Wagner on the far side of the field outside the numbers. Trying to find some room to work with at the 30. Takes a pass there to about the 32-yard line. Four seconds came off the clock. 2.26 left to play. And for the Central Rebels, we talked about creativity on offense on their two-point conversion. This is just empty the playbook time for Central. Any creative play that can get you a big chunk of yards, this is the time to use it or lose it for the rest of this season. Winner goes home or the loser goes home, winner moves on to play the winner between Pleasant Hill and Maryville. Pleasant Hill with the lead at the end of the third quarter. Last time we had an update from that contest. It was a 35-22 lead for Pleasant Hill. Two receivers to the left and to the right. For the quarterback, Kaysen Murphy, he's back to pass with time. Outward breaking route, connects with his receivers, trying to get out of bounds and does. It's Cannon Harlow who's got it. 
And Harlow's got a gain of about five on the play. Good job on the pass to Harlow. Harlow had a, actually had to come get it, and then once he caught it, was swallowed up by the defense. Luckily, he did get out of bounds. Casey will line up as the receiver to the left and three receivers to the right. Wagner in the backfield with Murphy. Began the season as a wide receiver, moved to running back, and the swing pass to him is high and incomplete as Murphy was under pressure. And the clock will stop with third down and five coming up with 1.52 left to go in the fourth quarter. And Central will get a play from the near sideline. And they'll line up with three receivers to the right, one to the left. Wagner again in the backfield. He's to the right of Cason Murphy, the quarterback. Central taking their time as they don't have to rush on this play here following the incomplete pass. Murphy, he's got the snap. Back to pass. Settles in the pocket. Time runs out as he'll run forward. He's got some room to run as well. Cason Murphy cuts it back towards us at the 50 and taken down at the 46-yard line. He's got the first down, but the Rebels got to get lined up quickly. Dean of 21 on the play for Cason Murphy as it'll be first down and 10 for the Rebels on the opposing 47. Clock winds, 145 left to go. Central lines up with three receivers opposite us, one in Caden Casey towards us. Murphy to pass. He'll roll out to the far side, being pursued from behind, taking a shot down the field. It's a jump ball, and it's incomplete as it's overthrown. Trying to find Joe Bryant on that side. He was blanketed by Marvin Burks, and it's incomplete. Clock stops with 134 left to go, second down and 10 coming up. Cardinal Ritter, they've done a real good job of shutting down Joe Bryant today. All the passes to him, he's been covered well. The runs, he has got some positive runs, but he's also been stopped at the line and getting maybe just five yards on small gains a few times. So good job by Cardinal Ritter and the Lions defense. Even on the touchdown that Joe Bryant had earlier in this quarter, he, it was a, he was blanketed pretty well by the, receiver, by the corner in coverage there. He just did a good job as the receiver to hang on to it. There's a little formation for you. They're going to send Joe Bryant swing out to the far side where he's got some linemen lined up out there, but he is stuck on the Central Rebels' side of the 50. Malik Riggins comes in and absolutely nails Joe Bryant, who is slow to get up. Central will take a timeout, trailing 36-22 to with 125 to go. Now there's a player who's hurt for Cardinal Ritter on the far side of the field. So we'll step aside here. The score, 36-22, 125 left to go. It's Cardinal Ritter out in front of Central. Rebels have the ball. The Parkland Sports Leader, AM 1240, KFMO. What do you want to eat? I don't know. How about pretzels? Pretzel, pretzel. Mm, a nice warm pretzel. I want one. Hand twisted soft pretzels, pretzel nuggets, stuffed pretzels filled with hot dogs or mini dogs, the pepperoni melt with Monterey Jack and Provel. Pretzel, pretzel in Farmington. They offer fun custom shapes and party trays ready in 15 minutes. Pretzel, pretzel, 10 to 6, Tuesday through Saturday and 11 to 4 on Sunday on the backside of Maple Valley Center in Farmington. Pretzel, pretzel. Happy food, happy mood at Pretzel, pretzel. 
Good news for Cardinal Ritter fans. I believe it was Malik Riggins who was hurt. Either way, the player who was hurt is able to come up under his own power. Good news for Central Rebels fans. With the injury timeout, they maintain possession of that second timeout, so they've still got two to play with here, and they're going to need them. With a minute 25 to go, they got to score twice before the end of this game and convert at least one two-point conversion, or Mason Williams has to kick a pair of PATs. Again, with his ankle hurting him, it'll be hard to say whether or not he can pull that off. Murphy, under pressure, steps up in the pocket and spun down to the turf. Sacked on the play by Isaiah Edwards. And does Central burn a timeout here? They do. I like that situation to use it. With the receivers down the field, they're going to have to hustle back to the line of scrimmage just to run another play. A, that's going to burn time. Two, or B, that's going to gas them. So take the timeout. 22-36, to your score. Central with the ball. They trail with 109 left to go in the fourth quarter. We'll keep it here. And Central, it almost feels like they've exhausted that deep playbook that they've got. Maybe used all of it against Valley Catholic last week just because we haven't seen on this drive at least anything too exotic unless they're saving it for that needed potential second drive. That's something that's really tough when you're going up against one, the top seed in the district last week, and then a really good squad that's undefeated in Cardinal Ritter. You never want to use up your playbook and let them see on film what they could see, but you had to to get the, to get where you're at. Yes. That's something you had to do, and now here Cardinal Ritter's pretty much reading almost everything. And, that's, and they're playing off coverage as well. They're not going to allow anything to get past them either. Kind of like the last drive, but in an even more extreme case, you know, you'll allow the underneath stuff as long as you don't get beat deep, especially on this play coming up here. It's going to be fourth down and 19 for the Central Rebels. I mentioned before, all 19 years of Corey Schweiss as head coach. I wonder if he's got a fourth and 19 play somewhere in that playbook of his. Three receivers to the left. Now they're going to move Joe Bryant back into the backfield. He's going to line up to the right of Casey Murphy. A tight end on either side as well. This is a formation we haven't seen for Central. They're back to pass. Murphy taking a shot. He's got Caden Casey. He's short of the sticks, though. He's going to have to make a couple players miss. He makes one miss, two stretches. He's got the first down. Caden Casey on fourth and 19. He picks up 23 on the play. Oh, Caden Casey, he caught that short of the stick. You usually want that route ran long enough, so as soon as you catch it, you got the first. Casey Murphy. As the play clock winds, spikes it with 58.6 seconds left to go. It'll bring up a second and 10, but that will stop the clock, which is the biggest thing the Rebels wanted. Rebels need another huge passing play like that to get into the end zone without using a lot of time. Only 58.6 to go. Clock not in their favor. Caden Casey, lone receiver to the left. Three receivers to the right. From inside to out, it goes Harlow, Bryant, and Horton, the outside receiver. Second down and 10. Murphy back to pass. Under pressure. Steps up in the pocket, and he's going to be wrapped up and sacked. Just not enough time for Kaysen Murphy in the pocket to make something out of that play, and the Rebels will have to burn their third and final timeout. We'll step aside with them. 36-22, your score. Cardinal Ritter trying to hold off the Central Rebels late in the fourth quarter on AM 1240 KFMO. The Central R3 School Administration, Board of Education, faculty, staff, and student body congratulate the Central Rebels on an excellent football season. Making it to the state playoffs is a huge accomplishment. Thank you for such an exciting season from all of us at the Central R3 School District. High School Football on KFMO is brought to you by Shelter Insurance Agent Scott Haggerty in Park Hills, Gilster Mary Lee in Chester, Illinois, 
your local Plaza Tire Service, Little Caesars in Farmington and Deloge, and Graphic Options in Farmington. Central Rebels will have third down and 15 on the opposing 39-yard line. 51.8 seconds left to go, and they are down by two scores, 36-22. to 22. Cardinal Ritter coming back out on defense. Central still huddled up around their 19th-year head coach, Corey Schweiss, who has alluded that maybe not this year being the last year, but that he's coming on the end of his coaching career Earlier this year, handed off in different games some play-calling duties to some of his assistants, such as his own former quarterback and Jake Bridges. Twin receivers to the left, one all alone to the right. Coach Schweiss still searching for that first state playoff victory in his long coaching career. Murphy back to pass in the pocket. He's going to take a shot as he releases. All got absolutely cleared on the blind side by Joseph Reed who beat the tackle, Tristan Stewart, the senior for the Rebels. And with that incomplete pass, it brings up a fourth down and 15. Game on the line with this next play. Rebels are out of timeouts. If they can't convert, Cardinal Ritter's going to get the ball and will easily kneel it out for victory. Even if Central can get the first down here, they're going to have to line up in a hurry to either run a play or spike the ball. Three receivers lined out to the right. Again, it's Harlow, Bryant, and Horton. Caden Casey all alone on the near side. They've called his number on this drive before on big fourth down plays. Tunnel screen. Joe Bryant. This play hasn't worked so far for Central, and it won't here as Bryant tries to come all the way across the field towards us. He gets wrapped up well shy of the spot necessary for the first, picking up about eight of the 15 he needed, and that will close this contest out. The Central Rebels will be defeated by the Cardinal Ritter Lions by a final score of 36-22. to Tough break for Central in this one. Played against a team that beat them in a district semifinal in 2020. And this game, Cardinal Ritter. This game is far more competitive than the final score is going to dictate. 36-22, Central had this at a one-score game late in the fourth quarter, but the running back for Cardinal Ritter, Marvin Burks, the difference. His play here in the fourth quarter with that 36-yard touchdown and that 30-yard touchdown. I kind of said before, it's it's almost reminiscent of that game the Central Rebels had against Zeke Elliott back when he was playing against the Central Rebels. When Zeke Elliott was kind of contained throughout the first half for John Burroughs, and then in the second half, he was able to be the big difference maker in this game. This one's similar for Marvin Burks. 14 carries, 136 yards. He's going to end the game with three touchdowns as well. That's a good sign of sportsmanship. Central Rebels and Cardinal Ritter Lions shaking hands with each other as the clock winds down and hits zero. Cardinal Ritter wins. They're moving on to the state semifinals. The Central Rebels see their season come to a close with a district title and a record of 11-2. Bill Bass, American Family Insurance Post Game Show, coming up next on AM 1240 KFMO.